everybody, and welcome to episode 379 of Vigigame Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me, coming to you from the Ian Baird Memorial Studio? Patreon.com slash LazerTime if you want to get in on that. Uh, tech support poobah, Chris Antista. And he's Tunes, it's the driving Matt, Matthew Allen. And special guest. <laughs> the um, Alex, uh, I can't remember his name, I'm... I'm T.L. Foster. I Perfect. was trying to think. Alec, Alec Baldwin. There we go. Huh. The Alec Baldwin of, of VGA. I've, I've been on so many of them. <laughs> it's true. Because you're usually available. <laughs> yes, yes. That, availability is the best ability. Yeah, and also, I, I should have a spinoff with the fake Liz Lemon. We'll call it 30. What would you call What would you call the 30 Rock of, of VGA? Mm, uh, <laughs> 30 2010 with Diana Goodman and TL Foster. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would call it the shitty show with Tracy Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do my bad Tracy Jordan uh Tracy Morgan uh uh impression, but I'm not going to do that. I will get okay. your impression pregnant, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad the white guy decided to You're do welcome. it. You're welcome. I, I, I dove on that grenade. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Interesting show this week. Not much on the release calendar aside from Fall Guys, which a couple of us have played and is really fun. But apropos of, well, apropos of something that happened weeks and weeks ago. So you might remember back when the PlayStation 5 had its big game reveal event, one of the games that they showed off was called Stray, and it was a game where you play as a cat. I, I remember this originally took shape as a game, I think, called HK, that is like set in uh, Hong Kong's Kowloon Walled City. So yep. um, it looked really interesting, and it was one of the things that it, like took the internet by storm for all of about five minutes, and then everybody saw bug snacks and completely lost their shit. We might look like geniuses, Michael, because PlayStation did that event yesterday. As people hear this, and maybe Stray oh. is like hugely featured maybe, game. Maybe, but yeah, anyway, maybe. credit, credit you're to the, you're the bug snacks guy. And by the way, I'm not going to play any game set in Hong Kong after Ghost of Tsushima unless it's made by a Western developer. <laughs> only people can get it right. Did you see real quick news news story? Did you see how well that game sold in Japan? Yes, yeah, like I love every Japan, Japanese developer's response. Like we should have made this. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that, that's an interesting thing that all the people complaining about. Like you know, it's not historically accurate. It's not geographically accurate. You don't understand the culture. Like you know, who doesn't care about that? The Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> yeah. In fact, turns I, out I, representation is just the only thing people want. Is like. Hey, are you going to make an ac- you're going to make an attempt to accurately show where we're from? Yes, then I will enjoy. It. Yeah, well, without Tom it, Cruise, it also has something to do with like uh, you know representation plays a little bit differently with people who are secure in their identity. For it's like if uh, Japan made a Western set in Amarillo, Texas. Like, are you <laughs> going to care about how accurate it is? No, you're going to go in hoping for a batch. No, good time. every one of you have eaten up every Resident Evil, which is a giant yes, parody yes. of every yeah. American town. I was going to say we do it all the time. I'm about to say Kojima. Time. Kojima basically just makes America the parody every game. Y'all talk about how yes. great it is all the time. We, how many times have we talked about Metal Wolf Chaos on this show? Yeah. It's the Feels perfect good, example of Feels that. Good. Uh, Feels good. Feels good, That's Feels not good. what a president has the power to do. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, give it a week. Not give yet. It a week or two. So we yeah. thought. Not yet. Uh-huh. Not yet. Well, you so know, we if, if I'm turning all the post his... offices in America into public toilets. If if he were actually building his own mech suit, like I would almost respect that. It's like, 
you wasted money, but in a very extravagantly cool way. So uh, hats off. I guarantee he'd still sit in it like it was a toilet. <laughs> yeah, and and just <laughs> just wave his arms back and forth like tie between his legs, chin up to the very edge. <laughs> My favorite Fucking part about idiot. that interview that was going around this week was a his posture is ridiculously bad. Uh, oh, whoever would whoever let them bad. capture him from the side angle, and then b people thought it might be a deep fake because yeah. his makeup was so painted on his face. They're like that's not really him that's his face on someone else's body it's him it seems so awkward because it seemed like there should be like office testimonials in between it like just to explain when i said this and he interrupted me it was so fucking awkward (laughs) it was bad it It was was so fucking awkward no no it would be when he said this and interrupted me it was so fucking i mean can i get a little respect i but like look at these charts they show that you know what he was like he was like he does this whole he can't well, finish a fucking sentence. Anyway. I, up, I tried to up, isolate yeah. it for this show, and he's like, uh, 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 that's not how many people died. Like, says who? Look at the manual. What manual? And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring I it back for you, Michael. His chart had five data points, much like our list has uh, five entries you, on the top This is not video game of politics. Oh, that's eight. There you go. Patreon.com slash laser time. We can make that happen if you guys are interested. (laughs) It happens before and after every podcast we do. Why not? Why not put it out there? I'm just going to play it off like it isn't my fault for bringing up the president in the first place. But uh, so going back, let's rewind a little bit. Stray, playable cat. Dave Rudden, friend of the show, co-host emeritus, reached out and said, like, why don't you do a top five about playable cats? That would be awesome. And uh, I said, yes, that sounds great. And then I put it off for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then I revisited it. And just to make it harder on myself, I decided, you know what? Let's cut out all the cartoon cats. No! No samurai yes. pizza cats? No! No samurai oh. pizza cats. No Blinks the Time Sweeper. I no. wish I could be Blinks and go back in time and change your mind about that. No, what's no. his face from Rockin' Cats? No, these are all... The... Oh, no Knights in the Woods? About. Come on, man. No. Four-legged cats with claws that do cat things and chase mice. If I'm not mistaken, I am the only cat cat dad here, right? Yes. Uh, no, I have, I have a cat. <laughs> oh, I very famously oh. hate cats. Oh, really? Good. See, I'm I'm a I'm definitely a dog lover and love my dog Bodie. Uh, but yeah, I have a cat, Virginia. She's amazing. Uh, I like Chris's cat because Chris's cat is not an asshole. But generally, <laughs> cats are assholes. Which brings me to my next question, Michael. We don't we don't have cartoon cats. Do we have visible assholes? Are visible assholes allowed on oh, this please. cat podcast? Yes, some of these cats do have visible assholes. It is iniv- unavoidable with a depiction of a cat. Someone had to model the asshole. I hate my girl's cat is over a year old, and he, as a little kitten, he would jump on your shoulders, and he still does, even though he's like twenty fucking pounds. Mm-hmm. And I can smell every time he's just taking a shit and jumping <laughs> my shoulder. I can't stand it. It's pretty, pretty awful. I, I can't stand yeah. it. But I love him, and I'm looking at. He's gonna do. You're gonna hear him do something bad before the end of this podcast. If you can't see the direction I'm looking, it's the upper corner of my room where he's crawled up to chasing bugs in the window, and he's going to jump down on this podcast and make a noise. Yep, catch, catch that tells- Swayze. That tells you about my cat ownership and my love for cats. I don't love them enough to pretend I can't smell their fucking litter box. Like they're they're those cat owners. You go into their house and you're like, "How are you? How are you living with this? This is ridiculous." I'm not one of those. I smell the litter box. I gotta change it right away. Mm. It's fucking gross. I fucking hate it. It's and nasty. these little bitches, like like now that three of them piss and shit in the same litter box, you never know when they're done. And they just keep pissing on my Ren and Stimpy shirts. You have 
Yeah, you, Catrick Swayze. I'm talking to you. Putting your Ren and Stimpy shirts in the letterbox. No, they're like like if if I'm in the bathroom and I take it off and take a shower and like mm-hmm. I, I get out and they pissed all over my shirt. It's they just, they, they well, have very strong one. opinions about John K. It's true. Like, <laughs> you got to get a new one with the remake coming. They're like. Hey, fuck this! Get get a new one of this old show that we we're going to bring back. That's mm-hmm. the thing about my cats; it has nothing to do with John K. They hate Viacom. I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Just less moon vest, man. Fuck that they guy. Fucking hate less moon vest. <laughs> you know what we need less of? Moon vest. Less moon vest, please. I mean, is he even still around? That just betrays no, like the last time I checked out. in on Viacom. Yeah, they Viacom. really hate James Corden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can never play that character. The new Ellen. Scared. We must replace <laughs> Ellen because she's so mean. Quick, find someone who's not no, mean. James sign Corden. The Eric Andre, <laughs> sign the Eric Andre petition to get him as the new host of The Ellen Show. That's, is this he's, called The Ellen Show? Yeah. He, yes. He signed off on it. And Eric Andre, by the way, is having the best year ever. His fucking... Legalize Everything special on Netflix is amazing, and Bad Trip is the funniest movie of 2020. I mean, I would imagine enough people are getting high during the middle of the day for an Eric Andre show to make sense on daytime television. Yeah, so. I would fucking You're love right Eric now, Andre. Yeah. Sure. Why the fuck not? Anyway, top five playable cats right after this. Do you like video game apocalypse in 302010? Well, the LaserTime Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two. Over at patreon.com slash lasertime, we've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 3020 and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts, Michael Raparez and Matthew Allen from Bidja Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. And I really want to talk about this Comba Tribes, because in a weird yes. way, Comba Tribes sort of taught me how to read. I remember being very young in a summer camp, and we were at a bowling alley for a week. No one could really figure out what to call this game, and you know, without an internet or a caring adult, Comba Tribes, Com- Coma Tribes, Com- <laughs> Yeah, it was it was difficult. We all had different, and I've never, and only until recording podcasts have I heard anybody. Uh, Combat tribes makes the most sense. What doesn't make sense is that this is a beat 'em up from Technos, the Double Dragon people, who yes. built us the beat 'em up. And this game has no jump. It has a dash yeah. knee move like Double Dragon. I just played this, obviously, but I I loved it. I love beat 'em ups, and this one is bloody and brutal. You can kick and punch people when they're down. You can slam clown's head into the pavement until blood splatters everywhere. I fucking love this game. And I, I will never forget like the ad campaign for it, which was like this comic book ad in EGM with like the main villain, Martha Splatterhead, who's like a hot blonde in a tight dress. It's like, oh, I'm, my gangs will take over the city. And like, not if the combat tribes, Berserker, Bulova, and Blitz can stop you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, come on, Blitz, you wouldn't hit a lady, would you? And then like the last frame is just this muscle man standing over a woman that he's just punched out, screaming, cyborgs ain't ladies. <laughs> So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, exclusive specials, you can get the 302010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Video Game Apocalypse, right guys? Yeah! And we're back to talk about what? Playable assholes. I mean, cats. Yeah. Playable cats. Playable 
Playable Android Lloyd Webber's cats. Can I, can I just say apropos <laughs> Android of... Lloyd Webber? Android Lloyd Re- Webber? <laughs> Is that a Futurama character? Yeah. <laughs> Android Lloyd Webber. He's the yeah. first cyborg that can play xCloud. <laughs> uh, uh, apropos of nothing, like... This is not a question of the week, but I, I'm throwing it out there. Uh, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? Hmm. Knives Out. I saw Knives Out twice Christmas. in theaters. Okay. Uh, watched it in December and then watched it again. Love that movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. The best Star Wars movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think Sick that might Star be Wars. it for me. The Last Jedi? The Last Jedi? Was yeah, it The, the Last Rise, Jedi? Rise you saw The Last Jedi? That might, best one. No, that... That might be mm, the... Mm, no, wait, mm. no, wait, no. I, no, it was it, was it Chapter 2. It's a better movie than Rise of Skywalker. Thank At God. what was this? Was this a church theater? Yeah, Where, like that movie's like eight months old. No, no, no. no. I, I I went to visit my family, and typically when the Star Wars movies were coming out, I would go see them a second time with my sister. And this time it's just like you know what? I can't I can't sit through that again. Let's go watch something else. And uh, she's like, oh yeah, there's this great dollar theater. We can go see something there. And like, oh, it chapter two, sure, fine, whatever. Oh oh, quick plug. We're talking movies. Uh, top of the show plug. Um, next Monday night, I'm doing an experiment to see if this will work. Uh, I'm going to do a watch party on Twitch and see if we can maybe temporarily bring back some sort of Monday night movie. So go vote. I put up a poll on, on the official it's be Facebook explorers. community. Which I just uh, I watched up, on acid. And I put up a vote. Yeah, it it's between Explorers and shit. I'm totally blanking. What was the other title I put up there? To, it doesn't matter. From? Explorers. Go Explorers, yeah. everyone. <laughs> like it, Damn it's, it. it's, it's watch watch and see how Joe Dante is actually the inspiration for Stranger Things, not Steven Spielberg. But yes, go go vote mm-hmm. and to decide which movie we will watch, and we will watch that together over at Twitch. Uh, Maddie Sion. Uh, and I was I only asked yeah. you that question because it burns my soul. That the last movie I saw in theaters was ironically Cats, <laughs> and, and and like seriously, what if I what if I die of COVID in the next year and I don't get to see another movie in theaters and that'll be the last movie I saw? It fucking really bugs me. I've I still haven't seen Cats. I want to see Cats. I don't. It's it's like my white whale. I just I just need to see. Yeah, the, the madness. That the, is I fall asleep in a lot of movies, film. even movies I genuinely love, and that was like, I granted I was dressed in a Garfield outfit. You can see it on my Instagram, uh, but uh, I, I couldn't believe every single second was more unbelievable than the next. It, Look, it as, was, as a kid who who got bit by the theater bug and did like musical theater, I've always known avoid cats or a chorus line like the fucking plague. You do not go see those shows in any shape or form. That's, Fuck that's, that. the, that's what that's half of my Broadway experience is cats. I saw it on Broadway and the other half is Spider-Man turn off the dark. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're good. It's, you're it's good for life. Awful. So I knew what I was in for. I just like everyone decided to like dress as cats and go to the theater and we were Look, I, I do a podcast for thousands of people. I got way more pictures <laughs> online dressed as Garfield at a Cats premiere uh, sure. than I ever have as a podcaster. The other movie, by the way, it's Monster Squad. Monster is- Squad or Explorers. Oh. I would prefer Explorers. Mm. Please, vote, please vote Explorers. But Monster Squad is also... I mean, Wolfman has nards, everyone. Uh, but we know uh, that. Also, the Explorers just- travel in a giant nard, yeah. so... <laughs> There's that, too. Well... <laughs> And then a slide against a slide against uh, Monster Squad. It's got the F word in it, but it also has the best montage song of all time. Party till you drop. Party till your <laughs> pants fall off. And it's fucking great. It's <laughs> all right, cats. 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 Yes, playable <laughs> cats. 
beginning with... Number five. These things are big enough for small animals to go hiking in, so we just have to make sure none of the little critters get trapped in there. Well, what happens then? You probably don't want to hear about it in the food preparation area. It can be smelly. Maybe that's why they use incense, huh? So this is a game where you get to possess a cat. You are a ghost who can possess oh, people, God. and you can possess and control cats. Is it Geist? It's I was about Geist. to say it. You're close. Is it Geist? It's not Ghost, uh, right? Too much no. voice acting. No. Um, hmm. Oh, God. That, I forget one. the name of this game now. Darn it. This um, is which? Murdered Soul Suspect. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody Wait. murdered the sole suspect. There's no colon <laughs> in this sentence at all. I don't think I know what this game is. So it is uh, this... the first ever 29.99 Xbox One game. <laughs> this game yes. is well, yeah, it was one of the first. It's just like when it came out, people were like, "This is awful." <laughs> yeah, critics were, were like that. Then then it dropped in price, and I remember championing this and saying that like, okay, it's not a great game for sixty dollars. It is a great game for fifteen dollars. Uh, it it is. It was really interesting and unusual in that you are playing as Ronan, a detective who dresses like it's still sometime in the late 40s, and he gets shot while investigating a crime and has to investigate his own murder as a ghost and finds out it's actually part of a string of serial murders. Finding this out involves uh, going through the town of Salem, Massachusetts, which is still filled with old relics of the witch trial days, both physical and metaphysical. You can walk through walls, you can chat up ghosts from various centuries and decades, and you can possess humans to sneak past the demonic, crazy ghosts that are lurking around every so often. And at one point, one of the creatures that you can possess to get where you need to go is a cat, and the first time... Ronan notices it. He's he's looking for a way to get upstairs in an old church. The attic must be up there. <laughs> so that was a human. <laughs> that, was, that was not a real cat. <laughs> yeah. So he can he finds that he can possess the cat. Shoot, cat. Oh no! He got booted out because someone saw the cat and said shoot. But he can slip into places that humans couldn't go, like vents. Like that's, that's what they're talking about at the beginning. Like, small animals can go hiking in here. And like, oh, well, fuck that. Let's go in with as a cat, guide this cat to its probable doom, but get what we need. And get past all of the spiritual defenses between here and the attic. It's a cool departure from playing as a human-sized ghost. That you're just running at top speed as a cat, uh, making meow sounds. Jumping up on furniture, going where you're not supposed to, doing cat stuff. I remember what I where I'd seen this name recently. This is what the team that did um, uh, Dark Void did after Dark Void. They, they oh the wow! Soul suspect. <laughs> what a great, great. You know, Dark Void. Better game than people think it is. Uh, yeah. I enjoy Dark Void. I don't know. I've never. I've literally never thought about this game ever, and I might give it a shot. I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed fun. it. I enjoyed it. Was it was one of the first free Xbox Live games on Xbox yeah. One generation. It, I do it remember that. Does ha I remember it having a lot of problems? Like it was kind of clunky, and there are parts where it just sort of drags. But overall, like I really liked it. Um, okay. And it's it's an innovative idea, and uh, it's a fun little mystery to discover. It makes 
weird allusions to real world things like you find this ghostly water tank and it's like evidence in a murder and you realize oh because this uh woman was entombed in this water tank that's attached to a hotel and guests didn't understand why the water was coming out black and then they finally went through all the plumbing and found her it's like well that actually happened at a hotel in la oh geez it's like a body ended up in like a water tower on top of the hotel anyway oh I just did that quest in Tsushima. Yeah. There's, there's that <laughs> quest in of, Tsushima? There's a side quest in Tsushima where, yeah, there's a dead body in a well poisoning a town. And oh. you, have to, uh, you have to help the healers out. Yeah. I was oh, about to yeah. say, is that, that, is that just Final Fantasy VI? Hmm. Sounds like Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, Kefka just dumps a dead body in a well, <laughs> waits for it to decompose. <laughs> Poison Cyan's family. Uh, whatever. This game uh, published by Square Enix, by the way. <laughs> See? I... I wasn't just throwing that out there because mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> there was a real connection. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's it's a pretty cool way to play as a cat. Anyway, let's jump ahead to... Number four. Oh. I should set this up. So what you are listening to is... It's the an, Forrest Gump feather. An up-like... <laughs> intro where you this little girl sees a cat at a pet store like a, just a little kitten and immediately falls in love and begs her mom to buy her the cat and she takes the cat home and you get to see the cat grow and eat food and somehow they get into trouble with the mother either the daughter does or the cat does and she retaliates by driving out to a lonely road and just dumping the cat with the daughter in the car and driving what? off with her daughter. So you you start this game as an abandoned cat. Is this is this the game you were telling me? Is this yes. Cattails? This is Cattails. Alright. Which Woo. despite that extremely grim tearjerker opener, is basically Stardew Valley, but with cats. You you are not farming, obviously, but you you are foraging. You you start out the game by like you're just sleeping by the side of a road and a cat comes up and says like hey i'll teach you how to survive let's start by joining a faction do you want to join the friendly forest cats the weird swamp cats or the proud mountain cats and can i just point out the first question first mm-hmm. question on the faq on the cattails wiki is how many cats can i date <laughs> not can you <laughs> date <laughs> can i date first question look uh-huh. look cats are very sexy sexual creatures yeah, and what's the answer sometimes- Sometimes you just want to date a cat. I like uh, that. It, I like the that answer it imp- is what you would guess, Michael. As many as you like. At once. I like that it implies consent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of that in the cat world. <laughs> uh, but I guess if you give them a shiny trinket, mm. you enter in a monogamous re- monogamous relationship, yes. and all the other cats go away. There, so. there are a number of cats. The you know some of them are very aloof toward you, and some of them are very friendly, and you're you're supposed to. Sp- strike up conversations with them and and get to be their friends and they all of course act like humans even though they are just normal cats right uh, yeah it's like you're you've joined a colony of feral cats that like oh everybody just happens to have a spare den right now where do you want to go and then if, if cats from different colonies meet out in the wild they will start fighting so you will have to worry as you're out exploring foraging for food you you might just have like two random squads of cats come down and start fighting and and you can help out or or you might be chased by a gang of cats from an all, a rival faction and it's a little right. little not not terrifying obviously these are 
cute pixel graphics, but... Uh... It's nice to see that Don Bluth had something to work on after he kind of stopped making movies. You know? <laughs> this is very Don Bluthian, right? It's it like is. even that tragic beginning. Doesn't look like anything yeah. he'd work on, but yeah, no, yeah, no. kind of. Uh, but it has that tragic beginning, but you soon learn to hunt for food and pounce on mice. That is uh, the sound of a mouse being pounced on and then clawed to death. Thump, thump, thump. Um, but it, and it has kind of an interesting stealth mechanic there in that you're supposed to sneak up on animals and, like, wait for this little meter to fill, and when it fills, you can pounce. And then they'll usually run away and you'll go hungry. You will have to manage yeah. a hunger meter that is constantly dropping. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like my cat. When I get up in the morning, I come around the corner and just it's been fucking waiting to ambush me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. Good um, times. Yeah. Unlike real cats, uh, if you die out in the field, uh, you can you can choose to either stay dead or you can be brought back to life by a friendly doctor cat. Uh, <laughs> who can... Dr. Cats is in this yeah, game? Dr. Cats. Uh, <laughs> not know, just I a cat named Doc. I think we should think twice about this. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you get seven... Do you get resurrected seven times? Or nine times? Ooh, that's a How good many question. cat lives do they have? I only went through like four or five while I was playing this, so I'm not entirely mm. sure. But uh, one thing I do know is uh, if you wander into the right cave and meet a mole, instead of eating that mole, you can get a job from him, which is going into the mines and mining for precious ore. Wow. Those um, those sounds that sound like a marble rolling around in a bowl is that's the sound that you hear when you swipe at rocks with your claws and bring forth the precious gems within. All right, they really did yep. just rip off Stardew Valley. <laughs> they totally <laughs> like, they did. Straight up Stardew There's Valley. There's so much start. I'm surprised you don't have a fishing pole. Like the 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 thing that feels like it's missing is the the farming, obviously. Um, sure. Which I think is like that's one of the biggest appeals of stardew valley is harvest raising these vegetables and waiting until you can harvest them like mario plucking out a bunch of turnips what and, what are you going to farm your own fucking cat turds cat- or yes de- can it, bro uh, dead Michael, chipmunks on a farm-sized doormat <laughs> cats are hunters not farmers That's all right they, they they eat mm. other people's farm goods right yes right. they do do you do you bring like a deceased rat to someone as a, as a like prize like here you go Yes. Here's this rat I found. You absolutely can do that. You can kill a rat and bring it and present it to other cats. There, There is actually the cat that helps you early on, like, brings you into this mystical temple where it makes its home and says, like, you have to talk to these pillars. And uh, the pillars will ask you for stuff and they'll usually ask you for dead animals. <laughs> you have to revive the pillars by bringing this one three mice, a dead black rabbit, a dead gray rabbit and a dead squirrel. Like, that's actually kind of hard. <laughs> Because things tend to run away a lot. This is a, a surprisingly fun game. Um, I'd never heard uh, of it. if you hate Stardew Valley. Well, maybe you hate the farming in Stardew Valley, in which case this might be right up your alley, cat. Um, <laughs> Thomas O'Malley, cat. Let's uh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to... Number three. This is of two color, just black and white, and it's very heavily influenced by Metroid. Oh, this is Gato Roboto. Yes. Gato Roboto, where you play as an adorable cat named Kiki, 
who's uh, stranded. Do you love me? Are you right? Sorry. Little yeah. Drake. Little, Stop it with the drizzy stuff. My fucking cat's going to come. That running. is, <laughs> that that reference was old enough it can drink now. <laughs> that, that, that song's that like two impossible. years old. That's impossible. Drake was auditioning for Degrassi back 21 years ago. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, this is a Catroidvania, isn't it? Catroid, uh... That's a good way to put it. It's a Catroidvania where, yeah, Kiki is a little cat who finds a thing that can put a robot suit on her so she looks just like Samus with a little cat head. And uh, you run around and you shoot at things and occasionally you have to jump out of your suit to explore, which Samus almost never does. Yeah, the the soundtrack is somewhere between like a noise band and Metroid. Getting out of your suit these. sounds a little Blaster Master there. That's cool. Yeah, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. What's yeah, it, yeah and, and what's up with like the one bit art style? Like it is, it's it's mm-hmm. around that time. I think this came out around the same time as like Minute. Yeah, like, that well, was that a couple was of years, for, but yeah, that was hot for a quick spell there of like yeah, let's make these retro style games and just put them in black and white. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What, what yeah, let's make some uh, like some widescreen Tamagotchi games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. Interestingly, you can switch the color palette around. You can make it look like a Game Boy with like pale green hues, or you can make it look like a Game and Watch with just stark black on like a beige background. Hmm. Not, you're making me want to play some Oberdin, man. This fucking let background. me play is with Tandy color schemes, and we'll be good. I mean, oh, this just in on uh, my friend Christy on Facebook has sent me a cat meme as we speak. Uh, my cat, oh. anytime I use the bathroom. Brilliant. And then it's uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton with the caption, I want to be in the room where it happens. <laughs> I'm sorry, my cat's constantly trying to break in the room when I'm taking shits. It's fucking, it's yeah. fucking horrible. So, in addition to all the monsters that you have to fight in Gato Roboto, there, there is a, a boss, a recurring boss, who tries to look very cute but is actually quite devious. He's a tiny little mouse. That was Kiki talking to the little mouse, which is squeaking, and then her human handler comes in and is like, I've got a really bad feeling about this. Don't trust that mouse. And then he just suddenly springs to life with a robot suit and starts raining down hell on you. Yeah, he always has bigger, cooler robot suits than you do. Hmm. I wonder is he why. like the is he like the Ridley of this game? He's he's more like the Doctor Wily of it or something. Like he just keeps oh, popping yeah. up and. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. for pterodactyl sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that bet, if you get that reference, you are officially old. <laughs> oh, no, I already felt old when we made that reference. It's okay, Michael. You were there. You didn't hear. Yeah. I was me. I was in the room when it happened. Um, anyway. Better, you wish that was funny, but you get nothing of my fucking cat and me. All right, fine. Uh, but yeah. No courtesy laugh for you. No, oh, not when you okay, won't give fine, one to me. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, Gato Roboto, it's a pretty fun Metroidvania. Let's move the fuck on. Number two. Yeah, this game sounds like fucking twee as all hell. What is this? It sounds like Sonic. <laughs> like I don't I mean, know what this it is. is. This game is it like, sounds like Sonic. straight up YouTuber bait. It has been ripped off at least twice. I is think this, is this Cat Quest? This is Cat Lateral Damage. Oh, Cat Lateral oh. Damage. Oh, oh is it the VR game? 
It might be. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it, it is, is a VR, VR version. Actually. Yeah. yeah, and the VR version yeah. is free, I believe. Hmm. Uh, not not for PS4, but you should. Hmm. I've watched that trailer like seven times. Oh, you mean this trailer? Play as a cat on a rampage, trying to knock everything over before your human returns home. That book on the floor. Flower vase, knock it on the floor. Dinner plates, floor. Fabergé egg, you get the idea. You'll keep coming back for more with procedurally generated levels, loads of collectibles, over 20 playable cats, toys to play with and mice to catch, and secret levels like museums and supermarkets. That's incredible! I'm already playing! Are you playing as a cat in a game? Yeah! I, I love this trailer. I don't know if it was intentionally trying to vibe off of so 90s. amateurish. Well, this trailer I, yeah. makes me want the show art for this this week's show just to be that meme of the woman screaming at Spaghetti Cat. <laughs> you know that. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, I learned from my girlfriend. His name is Smush. Huh. Oh, Smush, Smush the cat. Spaghetti cat in the high chair with the plate of spaghetti in front. Yeah, yeah. This this right. is one of my favorite trailers ever for some reason. And at the very end, like the, the whole game shows like the cat like knocking over emotes and shit, and then like live action infomercial '90s horse shit, and then like you just see a cat swipe at a life size Tyrannosaurus skeleton, and yes. then you see him until it all falls down. That is a thing you can do. It also, uh, I was I was wrong to think that uh, Half-Life Alex was unique in having a piano that you can play. Yep, there's a piano yep. that you can just it, run up and down and swipe at the keys, and it will play terrible, terrible noises. So, sounds like just pure classic jazz. Just yeah. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, Art Blakey. Yeah. So Is that good. the Lonely Smoke we were just listening to? <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy good. I, I did all his missions in Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, was it was it Tabitha Soren? Somebody was interviewing like Bill Clinton back in the nineties. And asked him like what music he liked, and he's like, "Oh, Thelonious Monk." And she was like, "Who's the loneliest monk?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I just met the Thelonious Monk. I can't yeah. do that, Bill Clinton. No. Uh, was was, was he a naughty by nature? <laughs> <laughs> the loneliest monk. But yeah, cat lateral damage is a, a lot of fun. You know, I'm playing mm. as a cat, and you just you, you have a crazy ass moon jump that you know jumps six feet straight up, and. Uh, Jump on some shelves and knock some shit over, and it's it's just about knocking shit off shelves and making it make contact with the floor. Uh, yeah, the T Rex skeleton. I was disappointed because when I loaded up that level, it just fell down by itself before I even walked into that room. Oh, it was not me. It was somebody else, some other bad cat. I just had to knock down a bunch of swords that were hanging on the walls, and which did not chop me in half for whatever reason. Very disappointing, but. Uh, what are we going to call these? This has got to be a genre eventually. Like it's like the goat simulator, like mayhem simulator games is Kinda, all it really yeah. is. Yeah, it's asshole, asshole simulator. Yeah, uh, assims. Well, Those like what, what was the the term something awful came up with? Asshole physics. It's yeah. Just, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean that's what it is. It's like asshole. yeah, yeah. How 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 much can you make everyone in the game if they were real people just like fucking hate? the shit out of you yeah that's what those games are. i mean have you met me in real life i feel like i've been an npc in someone else's asshole simulator for the last three and a half years <laughs> it's like this motherfucker oh my god the levels are also full of cat toys and things that cats like to interact with like rolls of toilet paper and house plants 
and you can you can tell what you're supposed to not just knock over, but go up and bat repeatedly hey. because it sparkles. And if you do that enough, you get power ups that make you jump higher or swat faster and run run faster. And uh, sometimes you'll trigger events that like literally, like I said, moon jump earlier, but like turn on moon gravity or just have a, you have a power outage for a few seconds and you don't have to listen to any music while you knock shit over. And uh, yeah, fun stuff like that. I fucking told you. Look at my screen. Catrick. He's, I told you my cat would make an appearance. Mm. He's right. Can you, <laughs> what are you feeding him? Is that a corn chip? I'm taking away my pizza crust, which he's trying oh, to eat bastard. in the middle of the podcast. Uh, shouldn't be eating crust. I don't think I've met Catrick Swayze. Oh. Catrick Swayze's the shit, dude. He's like a little panther. Yeah, we've watched Man, him climb up Chris several times. Yeah. They did, was that left in the Patreon show with Carolyn? Maybe. She looked horrified. Oh, he's, he's trying to talk to the mic. Here, give, here. give him some air time. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Let him talk. Catrick. Yeah. Couldn't get worse than you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Laugh too hard at that TL. Except, <laughs> like, Captain Swayze, he is very, like, he has some very, like, right-wing, far, far-right, <laughs> right, right. like, ideas. Right. He has I don't some know thoughts about political correctness and free speech that he's going to tell yeah. you about. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's letting he's letting everybody know that Ellen was nice to him once. So mm-hmm. right, yeah. <laughs> as long as the mice came here legally, I won't kill them. <laughs> oh, no. right. Well, sounds as like as good a time as any to move on to. Uh, you'll never guess what this one is, but it is Garfield Kart Furious Racing. It better yes, be that. Correct. Or I'm no. out. It's uh, it, it's got to be a Blast Blue game. I was gonna say it's that um weird um Tex Avery, not Tex Avery, um uh, cartoon from the '60s about the cats in Paris. Uh, uh, gay gay Perry, Gay Perry, yes, with a uh, voice talent of Judy Garland. Yeah, that's a real. That's the real name of a Chuck Jones movie. Yep, and it's it's really gay weird. Paris. At one point, two cats just fucking fight in the middle of the streets. It's a really weird movie. Wow, I thought you were going to say the Aristocats, <laughs> and one another cat like eats out of the litter box, and it gets toxoplasmosis, and they turn to the talent agent, and, and they that, say, "Where are the Aristocats?" The Aristocats. <laughs> that cat fucks I, a dog. I, I got the joke. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, what the hell were, was that? Like a Tom and Jerry fighting game? What no, were we listening this to? is Tokyo Jungle. Oh, oh okay. Tokyo Jungle! Oh, that yeah. has to be number one. Like, it is game, number one. Yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> play as more no, than I'm a part saying, of that game. Just like it fucking rules. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Tokyo Jungle, absolutely. It's it's weirdly. I feel I feel like it's one of those things that's like critics love it, and a lot of people just don't know about it, never played it. It's still stuck on PS3, as far as I know. It's yeah. never gotten another port since then but it's an amazing game where in the story you start out as a little pomeranian shortly after humans have all mysteriously disappeared it's post-apocalyptic and all the animals the the pets and the zoo animals and the dinosaurs that are somehow back all have to learn to survive on the mean streets of shibuya and uh it, but by beating up cats in as in the pomeranian storyline you unlock them for play in survival mode and you can do a surprising amount of damage as a cat in survival mode. Uh, here's a cat living out every cat's fantasy and stealth killing a dog and eating it. That's fucked up. The dog was also killing a pig at the time, so, you know, double score. Sure, that's Eat like getting both. like a bacon dog right there in one, yeah. one, one yeah. hit, yeah. one fell, fell swoop. 
And of course, um, so Tokyo Jungle is a very straightforward game. You are eating other animals. You're trying not to get eaten yourself. You're marking territory and uh, you're trying to look for other members of your species to mate with. And when you do mate... Sounds like college. Yeah, exactly. When you do (laughs) mate, you you find like a little hay bale or whatever and uh, go hang out with them and uh, you actually get to see one cat mount another cat and it sounds like this. That howl is the mating sound for every species. I know. Oh, okay. I was, and, I was and wondering. That's the cool thing about Tokyo Jungle is you can play as a lot of different species. Like there are the, the dogs and the cats. There are rabbits. Uh, the, the game is completely different if you're playing as an herbivore versus a carnivore. Uh, there are big-ass zoo animals. You can, as a squad of cats, try to take down hippos and probably fail. But it's all about, like, the survival mode is how long can you stay alive? And, like, looking up this up on YouTube, there's, like, I stayed alive for a hundred years as cats. Like, that, that's kind of impressive until you consider that, like, one year lasts roughly uh, two minutes in this game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, but still. It's a really cool game. I was trying to think, I was trying to look up, there's a, there's a game that came out, I want to say it was last year. I went to see if there was cats in it called Animal Fight Club. It's on uh, Steam and Switch. And it's terrible, but it's also <laughs> great. Um, and former guests on the show, Alex Fasciani, like they did, he did like a, um, a YouTube-like series about it. I was trying to see if cats were in there. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, it's kind of like Tokyo Druggle, but like, instead of like, having this expansive world where you're going through and there's all these different animals, it's just like a row of animals that just fight each other. Uh, I mean, how would you really know? Garbage. The first rule, TL, is right there. They don't talk about Animal Fight Club. So we wouldn't know if cats are they, part They of can't talk. They're, they're, they're animals. Uh, terrible literal take. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought you were for sure you were going to put on, like, there's like an old school, like, Atari game called, like, Alley Cat. I thought, that, that, you there? know, that's, yeah, it seems obscure cat enough. Blues. I'm like, oh, that's that's on Michael's radar for sure. I mean, uh, like I, I said, I, the number one game is Rockin' Cats. A little, a little plug for uh, Padukin. They have a pinball machine called Bad Cats that will just yell every so often in its terrible attract mode. Bad cats! <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you a bad enough cat to are save the president? To save President Ronnie? <laughs> oh yeah, we left out Socks the Cat rocking the hill. Anyway, that's been our top five playable cats, indisputable and ironclad. Uh, no, no, no room for dispute here. Uh, Tokyo Jungle's clearly the best. Um, yes, yes. I, I've always wanted to play more of this game. And yeah, and, and it's one. Did thing... I miss my opportunity? Was it was it a PS3 game, PS Vita game? It's... It was a PS3. So yeah, it was, I think it was. Vita. I think it was both. Yeah, I think it was both PS3 and Vita. It's one of the games that I know there's a very vocal community of like wanting that game to be on PS4. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully, it's one of the games that when we get backwards compatibility with the PS5. It's one because it's a really fun and interesting game. It just like kind of died on the PS3. Yeah, and it, it also kind of like it doesn't help that it looks like a side scroller when you see screenshots of it, so you don't realize like no, it is three D. It is a three D game. It's just that like the camera angle is always kind of fixed in this one place that follows you around. But uh, yeah, but it, it's cool. You can you can jump up on buildings and uh, stalk birds, just like a real cat. It's great. Everybody should play it. Anyway, that has been our top five. We're going to take a little break. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk about some Fall Guys, some controller news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. So Disney has said they they want to retheme uh Splash Mountain to be Princess and the Frog. Uh, instead of the Song of the South theme, and, and and I'm totally get it, and I'm I'm all for it. And the people that are like, "Oh my God, you can't! You're, you're changing this thing." It was, and by the way, all of those animals used to be on America's Singing right. before they were on that None fucking of the, ride. Almost also, half. everything at Disneyland is like old as shit. It should be <laughs> new and interesting. <laughs> it's time for a change. Come on, something yeah. else. Yeah, I think well, I, I mean nothing else will always have that Ernest special. I would be much more sad about Splash Mountain's retheming if it wasn't an excellent choice. I don't know if 10 11 year old movie counts as something new Michael but like it's like it's already set in New Orleans. It totally makes sense. I remember going on that ride for like the first time in like the early 2000s that was my first time and I was like wow I didn't know there were all these animals and Song of the South this movie must be crazy I'm like no they they cannibalized an old ride and like threw all that shit in there to weirdly makes Song of the South look like it was much more raucous and big than it was. There are... Yeah, it, they're, that's like, what's weird. The timing, it was never a big movie. It's like... Uh, God, what's a what's a Disney movie? Brother Bear. It'd be like putting out an attraction <laughs> theme around Brother Bear. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment where I'm not even going to make that joke that I normally make. I am just going to, with all speed, hit this Die. button that plays this sound that no. sounds like... Oh boy, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is fun as shit and it's free on PlayStation Plus. Yes. Yeah, that was... Uh, I was going... I was like... I had a really bad week. If any of you have been following or not following the podcast, I rewarded myself with Paper Mario. I'm like, I can't justify another game, but I got to see what this looks like on PSN. And it, I was shocked to find that it was free. Yeah. Uh, it made a massive splash in early access and streaming over the last couple weekends on Twitch. And I guess Sony locked it down real quick. It's the, like, it's I, the uh, Rocket League model, right? It's like we're going to yeah. launch for free yeah. on Plus. I saw The first time I really saw this game was I played through that Devolver... E3 video game they released and it was one of the booths you walk in, one of the virtual booths and it was just like this yeah, very cutesy booth where you just knock over dudes in costumes in a booth. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck I mean, is that's, that's kind of what the game is. That it's Imagine, uh, if you will, uh, Fortnite mixed with Mario Party mixed with Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, this is like the next evolution of one of those like um, uh, battle royale games, right? Yes, um, it is. It's it, a it, I mean, it looks, it looks really fun. I... 
haven't played it yet because my PlayStation 4 died, and I just well, keep it's also available to on Steam, where it's getting review bombed because apparently they're having server problems at launch. Uh, yeah, but it many lots of server problems. Well, yeah. it's it's one of those. Uh, uh, embarrassment of riches problems where they have too many people yeah. hitting the servers mm-hmm. at one time. It's a, it's evocative. It's not like I I was there day one for Rocket League on PSN two, and it was it was not entirely smooth. And it's it's no it's not worse than Friday the Thirteenth, which I still think is was awesome at launch. Uh, but it's the most server issues I've encountered in an online game in some time. I'm but mm-hmm. obviously those will get better. The only thing that like really hampers the experience is the load times and the connection stuff. But you just you know that'll get better as we move forward. Everything else is fucking great. Is it, what's the connection stuff like? Is it like you're getting dropped out of games, or you can't join a game? What's going yeah. on with it? Yeah, like uh, like uh, like say even you uh, were eliminated from the last round, and you and you can't get out before that elimination screen. You will. I've been stuck there uh, eternally to where it's like, hey, remind. We're, we'll save all your shit when you log back in, basically telling you to hard close the a- uh, application on your own. Uh, no. no, no, but it, again, it's a free game, not that big a deal. That problem, those problems will be ironed out. Well, like, if it's a, a free game, days. if you have PlayStation Plus, if otherwise, it's uh, twenty bucks. Well, I, I think I think free games, free games have those kind of connectivity issues. Is mm. what I'm saying. Well, I mean, it's we haven't even really said what it is. It's like a, it's a sixty player battle royale. Uh, the the, the the conceit is that like it's a game show, so like you just you, you get to the title screen, you hit uh, X to play, and then you're dropped into a show, and there's like 60 other competitors, and you run a race, and if you manage to be make it to the finish line in time to qualify, then you move on to the next round, and oh, it's no. like dog. Did you did you miss my Fortnite meets Mario Party meets MXC? Yeah, I know. I'm just getting more specific about it. But like it's but that's not just like that's not exact. It's a different mode every single time yes it is but well you, you like every time that i played i started out with a race uh it, but then Mostly. as you move forward then it's different modes and then and then my other other complaint is everything with a ball should go hmm. it's I, I, had, I i did quite well with the stuff with the balls <laughs> maybe know, you were on the opposite team no 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 they just take f- four fucking ever hmm. and there's there was one mode that like I think is is fun. You ever see that Japanese game show where you have to like Tetris shapes yes. come at you and you have to contort yourself through them? Like there's a, a mode where like like thirty people are trying to do that live, um, trying to get themselves in between these blocks. It's so fun and works so well. Nobody was eliminated the entire match every time I played it. Hmm. Uh, so it eliminated no one. Like it had to do like a, a sudden death kind of thing and just cut people out. So it's like there's still some some kinks to work out but like this really makes me excited for Mario Party <laughs> cuz like this is this is the only thing that could get me interested again like a ton of people loaded really fast hmm. really really fast no talking and this is the devolver joint which i'm like can i just point out like how awesome it is devolver has seems that they've broken out of their mold of like the just gory pixel games that it felt like they were doing forever and ever and it's like like I was the other day, I was just playing Greece, I mean, that get the game from a few years ago, where like you're making colors come back to life, and it's like oh, yeah. they're 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 doing games with all kinds of different uh, they, they art have. styles. They're, they're an modes. indie publisher. They just kind of have this sort of like pseudo silly gritty thing, like you know, Enter the Gungeon, and yeah. But I felt like for a while, it's like a lot of their stuff was very similar, and it's like now nah, they they they're really varied, and they do a lot of yeah, different. This is, this is the opposite. This is the opposite of old school, and this is like kind of pioneering shit to me it's the most accessible massively multiplayer thing i've ever seen in my life 
Like anybody can get this within a second. In my uh, another one of my only complaints about it is that like there's not a lot of aggressive ways you can fuck with people. Yeah, you can you can kind of throw yourself at them to knock them off balance. Um, not worth the effort from what I found. So you can, most you, the, most you can also grab them, but like every time that like somebody did that to me, it's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Get off. Yeah. You can't throw anybody off a ledge, which would be mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah. You can't really nudge anybody off a ledge. You can fall and then nudge them off a ledge. Yeah. Or fa- if someone in front of you fails, like if there's a, uh, there's, it's exactly like most extreme elimination challenge that, you know, that, that, that thing in Takeshi's castle where they're storming and some of the doors crash open and some of them are just blocked that's exactly a game mode in the game where there's uh some doors are just just won't open and you you're supposed to run into them full speed hmm. and if if you're behind like 20 people trying to get through one of those doorways it could take you like a full minute it's it's pretty silly because hmm. like the, the the biggest the weirdest strategy is like fall back wait for these idiots to fail mm-hmm. and clear yeah, especially, out like there's that one with the uh you know, find the one true path through all these fake tiles. And it's just like, yeah, just wait for the first wave to fall to their dooms and then, like, run along the little pathway that they revealed. That was very difficult for me. Mm. Jay Crash. <laughs> um, I, I, I never passed that one. That's, mm. that's another one of my only... A couple of the more interesting game modes occur at the end, mm-hmm. meaning... If you fail them, you might not see them again for hours. Yeah, I made it. I made it all the way to the final round, like on my third try. And for whatever reason, that was like uh, grab a tail and and keep it till the timer runs out. And it's just like every time, like hit R two to that. grab a tail. And like every time I hit R two, I would just grab that player and like not be able to pull their tail off. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I don't know. Are there are there different fail and win conditions for all the different kind of mini game rounds you go through, or yes. is it always okay? Yeah, most of them are, are designed to like thin the herd. Yeah, so, so like a lot like, of them are like, yeah, first thirty people to reach this finish line uh, will will qualify for the next round. But then there's also like team based ones. So like the two teams that uh, score this goal first will win or whatever. I mm. actually kind of hate the team based ones because like, mm. dude, I don't know any of these people and I can't communicate with them. Nope. And that's the only way to win. That's, that's kind of part of the fun that you're just kind of yeah. falling all over each other. I get because just the first couple times it happened, we like it was an embarrassing loss. One where like my dad would have come down from the bleachers and like that's it, we're all going home. Uh, that kind of embarrassing loss. Well, the, one of the team based ones that I did, like the the team that lost, did so because they just abandoned their own ball and started trying to fuck with the other two teams, which is possible. Which is completely possible. They, yeah, they just like came after our ball and we just like knocked him out of the way and kept moving forward. <laughs> like, Again, if you've ever loved MXC or anything yeah. like that, even like Wipeout, for lack of a better, more current term, it's fucking rad. It is a playable version of that. It's free. I, I could not stop playing it. This game, it, it reads though as something that was straight up like designed for Twitch streaming because it's like got all the physics stuff that does really well on Twitch mm-hmm. games but it's also got the battle royale stuff and it's like but it's still fun right it's not it's not gimmicky it's no, it's 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 everything that's fun about Mario Party but if you can imagine opening up with 60 Mario characters yeah. running for the same thing through a small opening and instead of Mario characters they're all weebles 
with like right. legs and arms. And that, that's another tiny complaint is that like yeah, part of the fun is unlocking new costumes for everyone. But man, early on, like it was really hard to distinguish who was who mm. or like where I was because everyone's so fucking the same looking. Yeah, I'm trying but, to think uh, what was that early physics game that came out like when the when the uh, last generation first started, um, uh, where you would it's like the batter it's like the four. Four player battle royale where you have like these kind of like gang beasts, lobby character, gang beasts. Oh, yeah. Yes, it, it, it is a bit reminds me a lot like of gang beasts. beasts. Yeah, but without the fighting and the throwing people off ledges that gang beasts. Yeah, but I think I think the has. fun and the chaos comes from the the massively multiplayer idea, the sixty people idea. It is mm. so silly, and yeah. my girl and I were just like captivated, whether one of us was playing or not. And every the controls are instantly understandable. Mm-hmm. Anyone can play this. I, I don't think I've seen a more accessible multiplayer game in my life. Yeah. But I, I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, in terms of multiplayer, like I tend to stay away from multiplayer games. I don't like the pressure to succeed and perform in front of other people. Uh, yeah, never perform in front of other people. My God, uh, <laughs> but but also just the like the need to communicate to coordinate with the team, and none of that is here. It's it's just like it's yeah, just kind of impossible. Just have fun. Just throw yourself <laughs> yeah. into it. I loaded up a game, and after a couple of error uh, checking for sessions, I got first place nice. right out of the gate. And I was like, "Fuck, I'm the best gamer of all time." Not realizing like that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The the first thirty two people to the finish line matter. It mm-hmm. doesn't really matter if you're first or thirty second. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> and, and and so on. It goes on like that until it's down to like twelve to eight people. I've only been to the final mode like three three times. It, it was six when I got to the final. Yeah, so. it's, it's it, and it's it's difficult. And I, I was that was the only time I was like, wait, how did I lose that? I'm actually upset because the other times like. It's just fun. It's just silly. People can knock you off, and mm. you can uh, in yeah. non-elimination mode, you can just keep going. It's more Tetris than like Tetris. Uh, what, what's the ninety-nine Tetris? 99? Yeah, Tetris yeah, ninety-nine. Yeah, Tetris yeah. It's more like that than Fortnite. Uh, and mm. and when you are eliminated, like, and if you like fall off a cliff, you will just like start back at a checkpoint or whatever. It's not an instant elimination, but if you lose a round. Then you are eliminated and you have to start. And unless it's an elimination round where, like, stay on this thing and don't fall off the cliff Mm -hmm. or you are eliminated. Mm. Uh, But right now I think the game modes are a little limited. Some of them, like, I think actually don't work, even though they're fun. If no one's eliminated, this round is useless. Like, there's there's seemingly a maximum amount of rounds. Mm. So, uh, but, man, I I can't wait to see this progress. I think I I have it. This is really fun, and this is a, this could be the start of something really neat and like bring a, a kind of mobile accessibility back to console games. Hmm. Yeah, how long do how long does a typical match last? Uh, you're, you're talking. Let's assume you make it through a few rounds. I, I would say sh- 10, 15 minutes from start to yeah, to and, and half of that is load times yeah. for real. And and honestly, like so, what I what I was thinking of like with the checkpoints is one of the reasons that this is fun is that there's no waiting. Like, you will be eliminated when everyone else finishes and not before. So, like, you you can keep playing, you can keep trying until, like, 30 people cross the finish line, and then it's game over. But but you will not just be knocked out before that happens. Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think it's amazing. It, so far, and, like, it's clearly got some, some work to do, but, like, dude, it's a, it's a really fun new thing. That everyone should try, especially if you own a PS4 and have PS Plus. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, everyone's talking about it. It seemed to have taken the gaming world by storm, even though if you would have watched that Devolver thing, you would have seen it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I've been hearing about this thing since it was in, like, the beta, but I also follow a lot of the streamers. So this had always been a big, big thing. And, like, I knew it was coming. Like, I just haven't got a chance to play it because, again, my PS4 died, and I don't know if I want to play it on Steam, so... Hey, you want to know a thing we heard about one time and haven't heard about since, and I don't even know if it actually came out this week, although the website still says it would? Uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads was supposed to have come out on Thursday of this week, but literally since that stage show with Vin Diesel um, at the Game Awards, I want to say, last year, I haven't seen anything about this game. I showed Michael the website. Maybe it'll be updated by the time you're listening to this. It has maybe the worst 404 page message Injecto I've ever Cito, seen. bro! Yes, the 404 page. <laughs> Is that if, what it says? So when you go to the Buy It Now button, there's a they they there's an error on that page, uh, and if you there's like two versions of every storefront. If you select the top one, like Amazon.com versus the one that just says Amazon, you go mm. to click OK. I'm going to go to Amazon and buy the PS4 version of this game. It 404s you with the page that literally says ejecto cedo cuz something went wrong. I'm like, that is not even Spanglish. That's just what? offensive fake white people Spanish. Looks like what you are took you doing? I don't even know. Like, does that even happen in any of the movies? No. Uh, I can see it happening in the first three, but <laughs> other than that, no. It's funnier if you say it like ejecto cedo like that guy in uh, Super Troopers. Like, you boys like Mexico? <laughs> That's like uh, the kind of shit that like Paul Walker would like his character would like fight some dude who said that to the to the hardcore gangster guys to prove that he's from that's offensive man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, is this an Activision joint by any chance? No, uh, this, this is, is a standalone, a, right? Yeah. Like it was a, it was, I think it was a smaller company. Yes, and. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, I've never understood, there's been a few Fast and Furious games, and none of them have been great. Um, there was we streamed like, the Activision one, and it was like a surprising, again, 6 out of 10, but like, playing through the greatest moments of the first six films. And that was neat. Like, drag it around the bank vault, that kind Actually, of Actually, you know who's publishing this is Bandai Namco. Mm. Wow. Yeah, weird. and that's why it's so weird. We, I don't even know if it came out. It's, it's, it's yeah. not a great sign, folks. We've talked about it on the show before. If you don't hear much about a game leading up to launch, that could either mean it's delayed with a last-second delay, or maybe there's a reason you're not hearing hmm. too much about it in advance. So I just don't understand. See. I don't understand like how these games just like are not pop. Like how there's never been a niche like for these games because like I remember when I was in high school, Need for Speed Underground Two is like was one of like the most like rail regarded games and it was really right. cool and i just like last year i played need for speed heat um which is like kind of like the next level of this right and it should be what these games should model after yeah and that game's like it's awful it's terrible it's not fun i don't know well, how like we got even to if this you took world. this license and you put it on top of the need for speed engine like why not do that because do you guys remember yeah. i think one i think the best fast and furious game was the one where they basically did a, a free promotional game using the Forza Horizon right. engine. It, it was like right. a two-hour mm. Forza Horizon version that yeah, had just all the fast and playing with like cars. Dom's car and like yeah. exclusively. That thing was badass, and I think it was, it was like free, or yeah. I, it yeah. might have been it like ten free. bucks or something. No, it's free. It's one hundred percent free. 
Yeah, and it's just like, so we know they can do these and, and give you the feel of Fast and Furious and be good, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. Let's do something. So so hopefully this came out, or maybe not. Maybe it needs more time. We'll see. Maybe. Mm. But, you know, it did come out Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Yeah, and apparently yeah. everyone's saying, if you had not played it on PS4, this is the version. This is like a really good PC port. Uh, mm. It looks beautiful. It so. is interesting that both of the games that... Uh, were former PlayStation exclusives that have come to PC are Guerrilla Games joints. Uh, Guerrilla worked on Death Stranding, the and they worked on ah. Horizon. Mm. I think I think they weren't right. they weren't like the main credited well, the developer, engine. but yeah, Kojima Productions licensed the Guerrilla engine right, for right. for Death Stranding, so it must just be that that engine. Is, mm-hmm. It runs well on PCs and is easy to port over. To and PCs. also, there are Easter eggs for both games hidden in the other ones. Uh, ah. That you can find the um, what's the the necklace that Sam wears that activates the chiral network, the qubit or whatever. Oh, sure, the USB sticks on a necklace. Yes, thing yes, you can find that in Horizon Zero Dawn, and oh, cool. I think a couple of other things from Death Stranding. And then uh, Death Stranding has the giant holographic tall necks. Which, like, seeing that in the game made me just really want a Horizon Zero Dawn 2, which we know is coming. Yep. No, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think it is not my time to enjoy that game because it came out, oh, like, right when Zelda it. came out. Please and enjoy I was like, game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, well, I mean, it came out right when uh, Breath of the Wild came out, mm-hmm. and I just really enjoyed playing Breath of the Wild, and there's a lot of things I liked about Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't think I was in the right mind space for Horizon. And especially since I can't play Ghost of Tsushima right now, like, that might kind of scratch. Like, it's not a similar game, I know, but it, it, it might is, scratch though. my free roaming. It is. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's the open world, check some stuff off a map. So right. you want to hear the weirdest part about this? I'm looking at the Steam page. Because they don't have a way to... Cause so, like, so, so Death Stranding was published by 505 Games on PC. So, like, a known publisher. What? They, don't, they didn't have an entry in here for a publisher for Horizon. So, it is pub, so the developer is a gorilla. Publisher is listed as PlayStation Mobile Inc. on the Steam wow. shop. If you go to look at this listing. Like, how random is that? Not random at all, but strange. <laughs> strange, strange. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, play, but, but PlayStation Mobile Inc. as the publisher, because it's just like, yeah, we don't really have you set up as a publisher on our end here, hmm. Sony, so. How hmm. about that? Yeah, weird. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, go, if, if, you, if you don't own a PS4 and never played that game, um, it is a very good port on PC, and highly recommend that game. Just get it, man. Yeah. It's really it, fantastic. I, I only heard that, like, its specs were a little, like, a little up there, weren't they? Uh, I could take a look right now. And tell ya. But, you. Know, uh, let's see. Uh, so in terms of processor, Intel Core i5. Uh, memory, 8 gig RAM. That's not too bad. Uh, graphics, a GeForce, GTX 780. That's not bad at all. No, this is none of this is that bad. Okay. That yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, that's, a, you know, what? Is that minimum or... That, those are minimum specs. Okay, I mean, recommended yeah. still only a 1060. It's mm. not... The, the real, the real, wait, is it news segment? Um, not well, not yet. Uh, Let's smash cut to. Yeah. <laughs> Longest smash cut ever. <laughs> news. 
Sherman. You guys wanted to continue talking about a, t- a Tommy Wiseau smash cut right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, very long. Like a full ninety seconds. Endless. Uh, if I may, Matt, take a little bit of news that just made me very happy that I saw today. Yes, I wanted to give a big uh, tip of the hat to Wilford Brimley, the mm. uh, human walrus who died <laughs> over the weekend. And did you see his final tweet by any chance? No. Yes, I did. Was it about yeah, diabetes? It was, it was in response to what would your WWE name be? And he ca- he came up with bef- day, a day before his death, wrestler names for himself Wilford Brimley, uh, Brimstone, Kil- <laughs> Kilford Brimley, <laughs> uh, the Underquaker. <laughs> <laughs> And the diabetes. So, like, that's, that's, Hell yeah, a good dude. sense of humor well, about Well, with Wilford Brimley now being dead, I am now, I would like to be rebranded as the diabetes. I would not be I, taking any questions. Oh, about I thought you were going to say you wanted to be in the Cocoon remake in three years. I mean, I want that as well. <laughs> that, and that's about how old Wilford Brimley was when he was in that movie. Is it, was it the Ben Stiller show that did the, had the Grady's Oats parody? I posted that. I actually didn't know that was Dana Gould in the in the makeup. Was it really? Yeah, wow, yeah. Oh shit! Like, it's yeah. because you're so tender. That's why we chose you, Oats. That's why you can't leave. And this <laughs> the is so I was thinking of like these are cold. These are cold oats. <laughs> to me, that was fucking hysterical. I <laughs> I hated those commercials so much. <laughs> Everyone did. And, and then the then third, they were ubiquitous. The third, the third most escalated version was him drawing a gun on himself in the mirror. <laughs> 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 Some things you can just depend on, like a snub nose Smith and Wesson. <laughs> How old was uh, it? Was he right. like fifty one when he did Cocoon? It was like some... it was, he was forty. No, he was forty nine. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When he filmed it, you were closer hey. to Wilford. You're closer to Wilford Brimley's age than when you saw it. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, way closer. Yeah. Way closer. <laughs> I think, and then yeah, he, he he's Tom Cruise's age and like the. Third Mission Impossible. That's what's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Playing a retiree. Yep. Yeah, he just always. He, he's a man who looked old for forty years. Like mm-hmm. that's that's an accomplishment. Yeah, I was gonna say y'all speak for yourselves as the thirty year old on this podcast. I'm very young and will live forever. So <laughs> it's true. It's it's not, by the way, I love that you're still calling yourself a thirty year old. <laughs> yeah, he's misquoting you're his age. Squarely in the middle of your thirties. I'm not. I'm thirty three for the next twenty three days. That's uh, mid-30s. if I could do a little jump. That's a different age than what you just said. <laughs> I am 33 for the next one is like 20 something Which days. one? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's mid 30s, buddy. No, no, no. It's 33 not. is still technically early 30s. 34 to 36 is mid 30s. 37 to 39 is late 30s. And then you're yeah. 40. And 34 and a half is halfway to the best number ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all you. <laughs> we're, we're all just we're doing math in our head. All so, polite oh, yeah, nods. So, we got you. We got all you. Right, all right. Nice. Mm. There you go. Obligatory nice. How's that, Chris? Thank you. Uh, let's see. Oh, other news. Uh, well, we're going to start with a segment. It's been a few weeks since we've had one of these, but it's time for... This week in COVID cancellations. You're not going to believe this. It's a razzmatazz rum tum tucker of a news segment. So the Intellivision Amico is oh, a victim no. of COVID. It is delayed until 2021. Um, founders who buy it early are going to get theirs April 3rd, 2021 is the new date. And In other news, else... the Amico is still coming out. 
Yes, another yes. Well, and we know this because Tommy Tallarico mm-hmm. uh, did a stream where he announced this. Um, the other date, by the way, mid-April, April fifteenth. April uh, and so, um, sort of related news. We didn't talk about this when when it came up on the show. Uh, G four is coming back, and if you guys ever wanted to know what early G four was like, just watch this Amico press conference because you will see Tommy Tallarico <laughs> in all his Tallarican glory. Uh, it is uh, he he's. Playing the Tommy Tallarico G4 character during that press conference. It's, I can say this. He, he is a glorious Guido car salesman. And I love that man. <laughs> I love that man. I really do. I, re- I really do. I love his video games live stuff. I love his music. Yeah. But I'm an Italian. I can say that. <laughs> a, a talking with his hands, like, oh, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the silly bits. Like, at one point, he's yeah. just, like, pretending to zap himself with a battery in the press conference. Mm. I was like, Jesus, dude, you're the CEO. What are you doing? Like, like, as, as someone who's watched a lot of GamePro TV for no reason whatsoever, uh, I, you know, I'm, I like seeing his version of Tommy Tellerico, but I also don't. Who is this for? Like I, 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 I'm asking as a as an actual you see, question. Did you see the press conference where they showed the games? No, it Earthworm looked, Jim exclusive. It looks like they're very Xbox Live Arcade style games. Mm. Like that's what it's gonna play. Is those but type we, of games? My thing is, we've done this before, and it was called the Ouya, and it failed mm. tremendously. Um, and I don't know, like. I don't know if I want to play a, tug, a Doug Temple game in 2021, uh, let alone anything else that would be on this thing. I just don't I, – I don't know why they are continuously pushing this just because I don't know if the gaming space is looking for this type of thing right now uh, or in next year. Yes, uh, but also the people who care about a television are not in the gaming space. <laughs> Well, that's what's yeah, funny is, is like, they were like, this is for families. I'm like, people who played in television are almost grandparents at this point. They're, they're not necessarily... I think they're trying to position this as like a Wii-type system. Like, we're going to make the this something very accessible and yes. simple and oriented toward families and non-gamers. And who, who knows if they, if they can... Use name recognition to trick like the last Mervins alive into getting it in the retail stores. Then <laughs> maybe it's a proper strategy. <laughs> I mean, Have I, we I, ever I, let there be a chain called Mervins? Like, Matt, come the- to Mervins. There's no way you can make fun yeah, of it, Matt. Matt, you can <laughs> confirm this being a marketing executive, but yes, uh, I think when they say like we're targeting this toward families, they mean specifically small children and their non-gaming parents. Yes, typically, yeah. but that's what's weird. That's the point I was trying to make. Is like. The people who know in television probably don't have small children anymore. Their children right. are like going into college at this point. It's, yep. They miss. If, if they, they read about it, it's because they're they're up on gaming and have every other. There's a bunch of stuff like this happening in the little arcade world as well, and and it just it is absolutely baffling. I'm 42, and in television was kind of just before my time. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's people who are my age have small mm-hmm. children. I've never seen it in television in my life. I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it, it just seems I, play, really I played a weird. PlayStation 2 collection. That's Otherwise, I wouldn't know anything. I mean, every, all the right. ones I saw, were all they were always hand-me-downs. Yeah, the television was, was like the Sega Master System to the Atari 2600's NES. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was the, the better system that just got steamrolled by the more ubiquitous one. And it was it was made by a toy company. It was Mattel's mm-hmm. answer to the video game craze, which is oddly enough, Mattel is is publishing a game on this new system, yet has nothing to do with it. So hmm, go crazy. Now, was the television the one that had like the remote control controller? 
Was it the ColecoVision that had the buttons with the different skins you would put over the, the controller? Or was that the Intellivision? I think it might have been both of them, actually. Okay. Uh, let me check my fucking time machine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, have, I have, like, the flashback consoles for the ColecoVision and the Intellivision. I don't think I've ever played either one. No, no. Well, this, but these, this isn't just classic games. Like, these games, when you look at them, they're... They're not all two day two D, but they're very like like I said, like Xbox Live Arcade style. Like you mm. don't expect like huge AAA three D type experiences, and they even said that because they're not right. they're, they're they're selling the games at a lower price point. I think I think they I want to say they've gone on record saying like there's the games aren't going to cost more than twenty bucks or something like the, the, it's it's like yeah they're always going to be E rated. They're not going to cost above a certain price point. It's it's meant to be like Michael said, kind of the Wii model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. But that's my thing. It's like this is just the ouya. Like, how many times can how many times right, can right, we right. do this? Yeah. You know, do this I, again. I, I, I'm, I'm, in, just... I'm in this ecosystem of the one up ar- arcade one up machines, which I love mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I mod them. And then there's a great Kickstarter going on for another product called the Double I R Capital Arcade. It's too small. I look. Don't blame me. Uh, the I I don't even know how, how it's pronounced, but it is an arcade machine with 10 games pre-installed on it dragon's lair double dragon and worse uh, <laughs> with with the ability like you'll have the ability to download your own games like bayfront beach racers we just had a cooperation with sega you can get shadow dancer i'm like who, why are you doing this like either you, you want a standalone cab to play your favorite old school games or you're going to mod the shit out of it and play whatever the fuck you want like who is going to you're never going to support this ecosystem for more than a year you can't do it or I, you can pay two thousand dollars and have your own golden tea machine which we didn't talk and about by the way releases the double ir arcade the double i arcade machine it's on kickstarter i think it's like five hundred dollars it's incredibly high quality significantly higher quality than arcade one up uh with way better sound built-in speakers with the ability to download more games um 500 i think is your magic spot if you wanted to kickstart it and get it cheapest i know that's not cheap but uh you know i've, I've never paid more than 50 bucks for one of these things if you know what i'm saying <laughs> i want to give them a little bit of plug and they're not it's not a shitty thing it's it's kind of neat it's it's very because there's no one who's been kinder. There's no one happier about COVID other than the Trump administration than all these kickstarted game consoles. Who like ah, it's August and COVID has really shut us down. Like hey, yeah, the supply chain's been open for a while. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yep. like, what are you talking about? The, the government's forcing us to go back to work. How is this affecting you? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, uh, well, anyway, so this is the, probably the most interesting thing about Intellivision is its controller. Speaking of controllers, mm. uh, Sony came out with some news this week that has got a lot of people up in arms, and I'm very confused news. why. Uh, so they lack of news. They announced that the PlayStation Five um, will support PlayStation Four controllers, but only for PlayStation Four games, not for PlayStation Five games, which isn't. That all it is the way. That is the way of consoles. Yeah. That was what's that, always. That happened. is actually a step up from what the PS4 and the PS3 and the PS2 and the PS1 did. Well, not right. the PS1, but you know. Yeah, I was say PS2. Well, PS2, you could play. You can use like a DualShock. That's true. On the PS, That's true. Uh, That's yeah, true. Or PS1 DualShock. And, and yeah. then, and, but but then it was, it was also PS3 to PS4 where they literally blocked USB 
controllers like rock band guitars and fight sticks on yeah, both systems. Right. Well, then people were pointing at Nintendo, but I'm like, well, no, even Nintendo, it's like not every new system game would support the old, old controllers. It's just like, yeah, they could. So that's this is very much the standard. But I think what the reason people are a little pissed off is Microsoft has come out and said, like, no, every Xbox Series X game will be playable with your current Xbox controllers. And that that is new. Well, the the I think Microsoft's strategy is a little bit different in that they are kind of trying on this new architecture slash ecosystem where they are saying it's it's like a mobile phone or something like that. This right, is now right. a family of devices. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we will introduce a better device. It's it's a new console it's, launch, but at the same time they're like, No, this is all backwards and forwards compatible. It's it's like iPhone, but a trillion times less expensive and less frequent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the Series X. Like that's the reason why it's I mean, called we're the Microsoft. Less expensive. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's the reason iPhone. why it's called the Microsoft Series X. Like as opposed to like a new name, it's because they're all supposed to be in the same ecosystem. Like it's it's just all different. Like I said, models and makes. Mm-hmm. Where the PS Five is a different generation and. Yeah. Yeah, of course it's different because, like, the button, like, they don't have, like, the weird cross-media button in the middle of the controller anymore, or, you know, we don't think. So, well, like, the, the controller has all kinds of new features. It has the haptic right. feedback now. It's got the pressure-sensitive triggers and all that. It's, it's just like, of course, the point I was trying to make, with, there, there was a thread about this on the LTC, and I was like, so as a developer, this would have been a nightmare because basically it's like, you would have to do two times the QA testing, two times, you know, all the compatibility just be like, okay, can our game work on the PS5? What features of the PS5 controller are we taking advantage of that we also now have to think of, well, what happens on a PS4 controller? So, like, if you're working on a next-gen PS5 game, like, yeah, it's, you you know, unless cause that that's the thing that's kind of telling me, okay, Microsoft's new controller isn't going to have a ton of innovation because they expect developers to be able to support both. And it's like, yeah, it's just... It makes sense why you wouldn't do it. Didn't by comparison, it, it looked like the PS5 controller is even less innovation. Less innovation than Sony's offered. In the, it, I think people were expecting back buttons and uh, or buttons on the back because they'd released that peripheral that added hmm. extra buttons on the back oh, of your yeah. PS4 okay. controller. And like, well, certainly if they're introducing that here, it'll be standard in the new controller and it's just like this is the exact same controller <laughs> i think i think what they're saying is it's more innovation because the haptic stuff is pretty it's supposed to be right. pretty dramatic no one other than jeff Keeley has had their hands on it so we don't know but it's supposed but to be I, a i'm pretty... with i'm with you on this i'm not sure where the expectation was that you can use your previous console's controller where that came from other than nintendo because the wii remote is like the only thing that's done that hmm. i as an idiot I uh, couldn't find my Xbox One controller trying to turn on Netflix down here. I plugged in my Xbox 360 controller and like, this isn't working! Why isn't this working in my Xbox One? I'm like, oh, this never fucking worked. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, I, I just automatically expected it would. And uh, I did that this week. Yeah, I mean, and, just like, think about like being in a generation where you go from the N60, you know, go from the uh, Super Nintendo, one of the greatest controller layouts of all time, and then you go to the N64, where it's just like, <laughs> What is, improvement in every what way. is this bullshit? What is this bullshit? And then complaining about this, like, it's, 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 it's weird, I guess, in our, in our society of, like, everything is connected. Like, I have a Samsung TV, and my Samsung remote works with my PS4 and Xbox, which is weird. Um, weird as fuck. <laughs> but, like, 
I also like it's okay if you have something that's just different. It's I hate to also point fine. out the obvious, but every console that's ever shipped ships with at least one controller that's native I to know. that console. What are you doing? <laughs> so everyone's I, gonna get a PS5 yeah. controller if they buy a PS5. I spent my last seven hundred dollars <laughs> on my PS5. I can't afford another controller. I, I need dude. to, I hate to also point that out. Yeah. My three COVID-infected friends over to play PS5 <laughs> with me, and they each need their own controller. The, the other obvious thing I was going to point out is like, yeah, if, if it's about local multiplayer, um, <laughs> not a lot of that going on right now, people. I mean, so, no, plenty uh, of plenty of families who are cooped up together. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I did want to point this out while we're talking from uh, places of electronics privilege. Um, I did see, like, I didn't even think about this. I was so relieved when I got moved into my new place, entertainment center set up, really happy with it. Um, bought a open box Best Buy receiver, got everything hooked up to a harm, uh, Logitech Harmony remote. Is that what they're called? Yes. Yep. Um, love that thing. And then the news comes out that um, the new consoles are going to support HDMI 2.1, which is what? like. There are certain TVs that can maybe support that through regular ports with firmware, but everything I have hooked up through my receiver is over. Yeah, hmm. di- actually, I, shit, I didn't put it in the news. So Sony released two, they, they did a press yeah. release about two TV models of theirs that they said, these are PS5-ready TVs. And then I think it was Polygon did a story of like, actually, they're not because they don't yet support the HDMI 2.1 standard. They're going to require a firmware update. Is that for like 8K or... Yes, it's for 8K and oh, 120 wow. frames God a second damn. because only HDMI 2.1 is capable of that. They're even saying some TVs with existing ports can upgrade to that tech and you'll just have to maybe get a better wire, but the the idea it's Yes. I just I didn't I didn't even think about the idea that like buying one of these new consoles was going to like, "Oh, my TV's now out of date. I don't need 8K. I don't need 120 frames a second yet. I'm not that worried about it." But like Man, my whole setup is sort of like, fuck, I thought I future-proofed everything. Well, there's no way PS5 is going to run 8K games, so you don't need to worry about that. It, that that would be for movies uh, or TV. Uh, Microsoft, uh, yeah, Microsoft in, has said something about 8K shit at 60 frames a second. Um, wow, no or way. Maybe I'm, no way. 4, 4K at 60 frames per second is, is going to max out a lot of the new And, the and new that's stuff. what, like, right now, that's what all of us are capable of. And uh, probably about the best... Uh, the only game talking about 120 frames a second was Ori... The Ori, yeah, yeah, third Ori yeah, game, yeah. but yeah. so so like yeah, out of even out of those two Sony TVs, only one of them was 8K, which was like this giant TV. It was like 100 inch TV, six thousand dollar TV. The other one was yeah. still just a 4K TV. So yeah, I mean the other thing that the 2.1 standard gives you, I want to say, it does some stuff with the HDR. Um, yeah. and then it does some stuff with frame rate. It, it kind of does what, like, what, what PCs do, how you have like V-Sync on a PC monitor where it'll match the frame rate so you don't see tearing. Mm-hmm. Like HDMI 2.1 will do that. It's all this horseshit that I was like shocked, like, God damn it, that's not even on one-year-old TVs. Right. And it, it'll be supported in the new consoles. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't think, I'm, I'm not the type of person who needs to upgrade everything for my console. I just remember how hard it was into the HDMI era, and so yeah. I'm just—I started dreading this again. Yeah, but uh, yeah. seems all good. Just don't buy a Sony TV promising that it's going to play optimized for PS5. It's not. I mean, I don't know why we any of us care. As of September 15th, we're all going to be playing the best AAA games on our Android mobile devices because that is when 
Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, launches its streaming game service, but only on Android phones or tablets, Ooh. not on PC yet, which is a little it's little weird. Fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, and not on iOS. That's that's the rub with this is given Apple's history of stuff like this on their platform, I don't know that this will ever come to iOS. And that's yeah, that's it, a it, sta- Stadia never did. This is a personal attack on me, and I will take this personally. Uh, what the fuck? I finally get into Xbox, mm-hmm. and I finally become an Apple adopter, and yep. now I can't, I can't use it. Like this is awful. I hate it. Might I recommend a Zoom phone? We, we, we sell- <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I will not. Or yeah. buy where do you, where do you even where do you phone? even buy Android phones? McDonald's. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned Stadia. Like, have they expanded on Android? Like, they, I think no. they were only like specific Google phones at launch. Oh no, but but they've never been on iOS because mm. iOS has been. Other than video streaming services, have been very touchy about allowing that to happen because mm. they're yeah. assholes. So, so we called and, this, by the way. So, pat ourselves on the back, even though I'm sunburned, fucking hurts. Um, we we said this, the streaming stuff would be eventually part of Game Pass Ultimate, and that's the mo- right. that's the more expensive fifteen dollar option that gets you the games on PC and console, and then now streaming. I just. I'm I'm not excited to stream on phone devices. Like for me, the streaming is more compelling when it's PC. I, I don't I don't see myself that desperate slash patient to like be on a bus, hook up an Xbox controller to my. F- the, the the things in the video are just ridiculous. It's like that that uh, it looks like a GoPro, but it's your phone attached it, it to your controller. Like, you ever see the clips on a selfie stick that you're supposed to clip yeah. around your iPhone? It's, mm-hmm. it's imagine a three an Xbox One controller with one of those on top of it. I have I have two of those for the Xbox controller and the PS4 controller, and I there use them go. to play Apple Arcade games. I'm sure that'll work in my house, but like I just don't trust that to work when yeah. I'm out. And yeah, you, you you probably wouldn't. The internet connection probably wouldn't be strong enough out of your house to work anyway. So it's nice for like a little handheld in your house. You know? The biggest bummer about it is like I just I have hated every Android device I've ever had. And I know they've improved since I've touched them, mm. but it, it looks like if I'm going to be in that X cloud environment, like I have to, I have to shell out for some shitty Android tablet just so I can like you know play in another room of my house. So, and that's, so that's a I, I'm more waiting for them to announce when this is coming to PC. The games though are cool. It's not all the games on Game Pass, but uh, they promised mm. um, some of the bigger ones. So Minecraft Dungeons, Destiny Two, Gears Five, Yakuza Kiwami Two, and more. And then um, they also said you know their promises every first party Xbox title day one comes to Game Pass. It will also day one come to streaming, which is really fucking um, cool. So that means you're going to get that next Forza and everything we saw on that Xbox conference together. And, and I think with this announcement, they I, this is important for me and maybe nobody else, but like they revamped the Xbox 360 marketplace, which was wholly bizarre mm. when you bought an Xbox 360 game through the Xbox One and you had to re-enter the Xbox 360 yeah, marketplace it sucks and and like that went away not without some kinks because i think all the games they they put into the new all the 360 games they put in the new service were free in like multiple territories yeah. <laughs> and then quick follow-up uh a few weeks ago we were talking about microsoft because they stopped selling the annual xbox live gold and so the speculation was they were just going to stop selling gold altogether and multiplayer would be free. A Microsoft spokesperson actually came out this week and said they confirmed Microsoft has no plans to discontinue Xbox Live Gold at this time, and there are no changes being made to Xbox Live Gold. 
Is is that mm. covered in ultimate? By the way. Yes. yes. Ultimate, yeah. includes, ultimate, you get gold. ultimate yeah. includes gold. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I gotta fucking switch my shit. I'm paying more for both. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. my when my PlayStation when my PlayStation died, uh, R.I.P. Um, that's one of the things I did. Was like I because everyone talked about how good Ultimate was. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And one of the like selling things was like, oh hey, you can get gold. So like if I was to piecemeal buy buy Xbox Game Pass for PC and for Xbox. And for you know, and, and um, you know, Xbox Live Gold, it would have cost me. I want to say it would have cost me in like, like it's like thirty bucks a month for all those. Yeah, things. and I just pay fifteen dollars a month for all three, yeah. and it's you, really you good. basically they throw in one for free. It's kind of like Disney Plus does that with the ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus subscription. You get them all three for fifteen. So ESP what? Yeah, exactly. just playing. Guess guess who's in, who's loving the Last Dance on Netflix. Never mind. Don't, All right. But, are, like, are you yeah. wait? Are you really watching the Last Dance on Netflix? Dude, I was wholly into like that Bulls era. Man, there was there was a ton of Pippen and Jordan all over my big, walls. Big Dennis Rodman fan over here, Chris Antista. Yeah. Um, I do want to say um, I know we don't do the game deals stuff anymore, but follow Warrior sixty four. You should do that in general. Yeah. But like yeah. earlier this week, I got uh, Ikaruga. For free, oh, you because, got that? Yes, because there was a glitch in the Xbox like Live system. Like it's free, and I think Xbox Live Argentina. Yeah, they, it was all in all these international stores. They kept having glitches out. And yeah, yeah. So if you were to log in and just don't change your like when you log into the website, don't change your region back to uh, United States. Right. It doesn't change the region in your system, but you got the f- game for free. So I have Ikaruga now for free. And you just want to make sure you're watching these things. And also, Ikaruga, I will say, uh, it's been almost, what, 20 years since this game came out? It is still one of the hardest video games I've ever played in my life. Of course. Got to switch those colors to, to shoot those certain uh-huh. enemies, right? Yes. Uh, all right. So that's that's all the latest with Microsoft and Sony. Let's talk Nintendo. Uh, they came out with a surprise announcement this week. Um, I don't know why it's a surprise. This is literally one of the last remaining games to come over. Pikmin 3 is making its way to the Switch as Pikmin 3 Deluxe, which is kind of like that Mario Kart Deluxe where it's Pikmin 3 plus all the DLC is coming. Here's the shitty thing. So this is coming October 30th. Cool. They took it down off the Wii U shop when they made this announcement. What? Wow. And the speculation is they've done this once before with Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. It's because it was only $20 on the Wii U shop. And so it's like, well, we don't want a $20 version out there when we're trying to sell a $60 version. It's it's wholly bizarre that shit still exists, the Wii U. Because it's only first-party Nintendo games on there, I believe. Mm, I think, well, I don't know. I I did look at it recently and found like, oh, you can still buy Wii, original Wii games on this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, to my knowledge, like a lot of shit has disappeared from that store except for mm. Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Like the WiiWare stuff is completely gone. Like you it can't is? get that, mm. that Castlevania Rebirth or any of those games anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a GameSpy thing. Oh, that was so tragic. Mm. I, I would assume if you wanted Pikmin 3, you would have bought it by now. But I guess that does suck if it's like you hear about this announcement and go, oh, well, I own a Wii U. I'd love to check it out. And you just straight up can't buy it now. It's just gone from this, the store. Mm. That's That's shitty. Especially because, like, um, I saw some people talk about the control scheme. Like, that was, like, the last best use for the Wii Remote Nunchuck. Mm. Like, using that in conjunction with everything and and guiding Pikmin. For me, I wish Tyler was here to talk about it. Uh, Tyler, you know, we didn't have a lot of complaints about one another with roommates. But the one thing he came out and said, like, 
you cannot play that game with all that fucking whistling hmm. after <laughs> after ten o'clock. It is so fucking loud and irritating. And I never got to experience it because of the you know we were negotiating one big TV, and uh, you know I, I I love Pikmin three. I can't wait to pick it up. So was that was that like one of the first games to be like it was a GameCube game that got adapted for Wii controls, or was it originally on Wii? No, uh, Pikmin three is a Wii U exclusive. Okay, the now, first are you talking Wii U about the exclusive. Pikmin, mm-hmm. maybe or Pikmin two. Hmm. Yeah, Pikmin 1 and 2 uh, were Game- GameCube. Yeah, they're both GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they, they got adapted to Wii with Wii controls. They did. They did, uh, yes. What's the, the, the better with... What do they call that shit? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the better with Wii remotes. They re- released Mario Tennis like that. Mm-hmm. And- I want to say Pikmin 1 and 2 was a bundle for Wii. I could be wrong. I want to say they bundled them together, though. Well, I'm actually Maybe. looking at it on Amazon. Pikmin, uh, new play control for Nintendo Wii. New play controls. New, yep. Yeah. But Pikmin 3 is the best Pikmin. It is. Mm. It's delicious. All right. Just like the best Street Fighter, Street Fighter 5, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Only no. if it has Dan Hibiki. It will, because uh, he what? is one of the characters in the new character Fighter Pass for Season 5, the last season. Season 5 for Street Fighter 5. So uh, they announced, yeah, four new characters coming. The only reason TL's here. This is all he wanted to talk about all day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Dan Hibiki yes. is coming from Street Fighter Alpha, that that, that version. Uh, Rose from Street Fighter Alpha. Oro nice. from Street Fighter 3. And Akira Kazama from Rival Schools United by Fate. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So I guess Rival Schools takes place in the Street Fighter universe. Yes. Now, okay. And Sakura was a character in the first one. I remember Sakura. Exactly. Okay, that's right. Yes. With her her friend Hinata, who looks yes. exactly like her, but like several years younger. Yes. And I also think, I think that um, uh, Basuro is in, I want to say he's in one of the EX games. I want to say. I, I want to say he's in... I think he's in Street Fighter EX2. Maybe. I might be wrong. Who? Which one? Bat- Batsu. Batsu. Oh. No, I don't I don't remember him being in EX, but I don't know. I could is be wrong. Dan, I could be wrong. Is Dan always a joke character? Is he yes. always weak? Uh, he's 100%. Never- okay. So, here's the thing with Dan Hibiki. Because, like, is he a joke? Maybe. But he's he's a... I mean, he's a reference to King of to King of Fighter characters. More, like, yeah, more to, notably. Well, to like, Art of Fighting. Art of Fighting, right. Yeah. Like he's he's Rio, basically, uh, and, and but, he's Rio and Robert fused into one weird pink gi wearing baby. I wrote a whole article on this, the pathetic history of Dan Hibiki on GamesRadar.com. Go check it out. I think it's still there. Wasn't it them making fun of the fact that they stole Ryu for their character, and they said, "Okay, if you're going to steal Ryu, we're going to make your your character super weak." Well, the it was it wasn't just the like that rivalry wasn't just stealing a character. It was that like Capcom lost a bunch of programmers to SNK back in the early right. 90s. And that was one of the reasons it took so long to get Street Fighter 3. So he's never like, because I, I feel like the community has embraced Dan, and he's, he's one of those characters, if you're really good, yeah. you you use to taunt other I, people, because it's like, I can kick your ass. He's a really good rushdown character. I love Dan. He's a really good rushdown character. His, like, the thing with Tatsu is like, Tatsu's like, are, they're, I, I don't like them, I don't like how they move, but like, Dan's Tatsu is a weird, like, because it's not like a spinning kick. It's like a weird like tunnel upward 
type of thing. I don't know how to like really explain it, but it's sure. just it feels so good. Like Dan is if you know how to play Dan, he's a really fun character to yes. play. And I'm very yes. excited he's in this game. But he was even at one point. I remember when I played him in previous games. His punches do like less damage than yes. the other characters. It's yes. fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, that just makes it so much more humiliating if you can beat you, someone. Yeah, with sure. Them. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like that's not me. That's not how I play those games. Uh, but then, yeah. So I mean, any of these four? Oh, so yeah. Dan's coming by the way this winter. He, he'll be he'll mm-hmm. be here. Rose is coming next spring. Oro and Akira are going to be sometime next summer, and then that will. That's it. Um, oh, and there's one more unrevealed character. There's one more next fall. But then that's yeah, so, that's it. That's no more Street Fighter Five at that point. So that's the thing that people are really like. We want to know is like who's that next character going to be? Like, is it going to be Makoto? Because that's that was one of the things like everyone thought Makoto was going to be one of the characters. And Makoto was the karate um, fighter from Street Fighter Three. They thought she was going to be introduced into this game. Um, I'm very excited for Akira to be in this game because I love uh, Rival Schools a lot. Mm. And hopefully this is like Capcom like testing the waters for like, hey, maybe we'll do another Rival Schools because like that's something that has been uh, like as a final forever. as a final fight fan that that's not what's happening i was gonna it's say just, they, <laughs> they, no they, i know it's i not think what's this happening. is more they they when they like brought in final fight characters to street fighter street fighter now is just where those characters will live and they will make money off those characters in yeah. a game that makes them lots of money street now fighter. It's, it's i'm glad like you guys said that. street fighters become <laughs> the king of fighters of capcom characters yes yeah. yes uh i'm glad you guys said that though because here's my pitch. I'm glad I said it. Too. Uh, Thank you. Here's my pitch, Capcom, for your fifth, for the fifth character that's been unreleased uh, or unannounced. Yeah. What if you made it Falcon from Power Stone? Here's the thing: Power Stone is a game that you don't care about anymore, but I love. Yes. I will buy this DLC. 20 million times if it's just Falcon. Like, I get any Falcon, uh, any Power Stone character, uh, Soul Rock, uh, 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 Cervantes, like any one of those characters, just put them in. Lonnie Donegan, all of them. Yeah. All the Power Stone <laughs> but, but characters. Th- aren't those characters, like, all set in the 30s? It's like in a weird post, like, 1940s world. Uh, mm. But who knows when Street Fighter is set? No one yeah, knows. Yeah, make their make their special a fucking portal. Who cares? Like, <laughs> like it would That's be true. great. Like the, every every Japanese game that has any sort of character crossover always just uses portals. It's like, oh, a portal opened up. Now they're in this world. Who gives a fuck? Nobody. <laughs> so where do we think Street Fighter goes from here, though? Because this is the last season, and it, granted, it's closing out in a year from now. Um, God, when did Five launch? Five's pretty old at this point. Isn't Five it? launched at the launch of the. Near the launch of the new systems, right? Because it was it was part of the big PS4 reveal. Was I want to say five is at least four years old? Um, I I hope they go back to Alpha. Um, I really like Alpha. I like the setting uh, of Alpha. Yes. I love a lot of the characters. Um, I'm really glad that uh, Rose is going to be in this game because I I don't know. Like Alpha was such a we- really weird thing because it was Street Fighter kind of really leaning into like their anime type roots and i don't like i would love to see a game that's like just starts like unabashedly just start stealing from anime characters and put them in street fighter games like i i want to see like more alpha i don't know i don't know that i don't know that they're gonna 
as mainline games, I don't think they're going to do the 2D animated thing anymore. Well, you don't have to, but like Street Fighter Alpha 3 was the... I think still is the apex of Street Fighter. Like, that is the most fun that the series has ever been. Hmm. And uh, it would be, yeah, like, make make a Street Fighter Alpha 4. Right. I I would be 100% down for that. Mm -hmm. Make a Street Fighter EX plus Alpha 4. No, nobody wants to never do that. I, I, look, I love Street Fighter. (laughs) Unabashedly, I will defend most of their games. EX sucks. It sucks I, shit. I wouldn't say it sucks, but <laughs> it, it was suck. weird that, like, who the fuck gives a shit about Darun Mister? Everyone <laughs> should. Skull Mania is the only thing that Skull people remember from, from, from EX. That Those is, endings were all great. Fuck off. Street Fighter EX plus Alpha was great. Hmm. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll hear more about Capcom's plans, or maybe we will have heard as of Thursday, because, man, talk about managing expectations. <laughs> and I... I I don't. I want to. Know, maybe it's one of our friends who wrote this blog post, but um, Sony had to come out and pre-announce one of their uh, state of plays. But they fucking right up front, they're like, "Okay, this thing is only going to focus on third-party published games coming to PS4 mm-hmm. and VR." Look, you won't know how much it is or when it's coming out until the day before it comes out. I, I have Deal. their exact wording. They're like, "We're going to have a few PS5 game updates for third-party and indie titles," and just to literally in the blog post, this is word for word what it said. Just to be super clear, there will be no PlayStation Studios updates. Uh, there will be won't be any updates around hardware, business, pre-orders, or dates either. On Thursday, our focus is squarely on showcasing some cool upcoming games. Like, jeez, you're killing when? us here. When it's August, yeah. it is August. Your platform should be coming out if you want to beat the Thanksgiving rush in fucking October, early November at the latest. I need a price. I need to know how much this is going to be. People need to budget. People need to save. Come on. This is the COVID. Are schools going to be open or not for gamers without kids? I'm living in the worst state during the pandemic ever, and I need to know which month I'm not paying for health insurance. Because that is the cost of a new console. Or how many months? Yeah, it might be multiple months. We hate America. We don't know. Yeah. And I keep seeing like stupid leaks, like, oh, look, the price leaked. And I'm like, no, it's not the price, damn it. It's not. It I hope be. that it's I hope the it cost. It's different. I hope it comes out and it's like $200. Like, there you, f- the babies. That'll like, never happen. Like, Get you pay somebody $600 real. for it. I love it. I love it. Like, just imagining them as dainty lasses playing grab ass over a $500 price figure, <laughs> just waiting. Do I dare to go $600? I don't know. Will you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, $500 is what you should plan on. Especially if you want a game. Uh, <laughs> Singular. Yeah. yeah. Still, so, so my, my, I think, more realistic dream would be 400 for the digital-only versions, 500 for the disc versions of the consoles. But even, mm. I, I suspect it's going to be 500 for the digital-only, 600 for disc version. Yeah, I, I would have thought guess. that it would have been, like, you know, closer to a $50 difference for the disc version, but then I, like, tried to buy a, a USB Blu-ray drive, and was like, oh, they're actually still quite expensive. Yeah. Yep. Plus, $100 is a much rounder number than That's 50 That's true. Michael. That's it's true. Just, mm-hmm. just go, you got them, you got them for, in for a penny, in for a pound, Michael. Mm-hmm. You got them for 500 you might as well get 600 out of them. Sure. Uh, Why not 700 yeah, that's all the news that's fit to play. Grab their ankles! All right, well, let's move on to our community segment, which is always is 
Segmenting. Segmenting. Our community. Uh, Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what game from two or more console generations ago, so PS2, GameCube, Xbox, or older, would you most like to see remastered or remade? Uh, TL, you weren't here last week. Do you have one? Uh, I do. I want to make sure I get the name correctly. I can't know how to spell this. Canola? Canola? Canola. Klonoa? 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 The, the big rabbit ear thing. Klonoa. I, Klonoa, Klonoa yeah. I want a Klonoa game. I So I've been very famously uh, attacked, uh, might I add, because uh, I am not a huge fan of 3D platformers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think most of them are bad. Uh, but I'm Also really complimenting w- the Game Gear, by the way, just <laughs> coloring this with the, exactly the context it needs. But I think the Kanoa games are really fun, and I I don't understand how they just died. Because nobody um, played the Wii Make. I, I guess, um, but I would love I would love like a, a new. Th- it's because like, you couldn't pronounce like, it. You're the reason this, this yeah. series died. Congratulations. Also, also they cut. Con- cl- now I'm saying it. They cut Klonoa's ear <laughs> short for the the Wii remake. So like, right? Yeah. What's the point? As long as they know what the real problem is. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> look. I I think I think Klonoa was a really fun game. I think it was really great. I would love to see that back. If if that doesn't work, uh, give me a new Jumping Flash game. It's been long enough. Yeah, I, I, I want a new jumping flash game there in VR, please, please <laughs> go, Robert. Jump and go. <laughs> uh, well, getting back to community segment, um, yes. which again, the question is: What game from two or more console generations ago would you most like to see remastered or remade? Uh, at Namiva says. With a fantastic collection of tracks, including a random track generator and Death Race, the only thing mediocre about F-Zero X is the simple graphics that a remake would resolve. Extra points if it includes decent online multiplayer. Yes, I'm choosing X over GX. Alright. I've always wanted to play more GX, but I love F-Zero X. Played every fucking piece of it over and over again. I love that. That game is beautiful on the N64, which is something that I never thought, like, those are words that shouldn't be compatible. Yep. The game is gorgeous. I love it. Randomly generated racetracks at 60 frames a second nice. 25 years ago. It's fucking Crazy. weird. I chose this one because this is a game I have not heard about since the original Xbox generations, but Bra- at Braden uh, you, you M12... You didn't write features for Games Radar. <laughs> at Braden M12 says, Armed and Dangerous from LucasArts on the original Xbox. I would love for this to be remade. It had decent humor for a game back in 03. The awesome weapons like the land shark gun where you shoot sharks into the ground and rise up and eat your enemies. I'd like to see it return. Yeah. They, yeah. they uh, stole that for, I think, Saints Row 4? They did. There's, a, yeah. there's like a DLC gun that is, is exactly that. Yep. Yeah. Like, we talked about G4 earlier. I, I just remember just hearing Adam Sessler talking about Armed and Dangerous. It's a very specific, like, memory of mine during my, like, senior year of high school. Was it, was it by <laughs> the same people that did Giant Citizen Kabuto? I forget. I'm not sure. Hmm. sure. I'm not Wiki Paras. I'm not entitled. <laughs> I, don't, I, I should don't have, have to answer that looked question. that up before the show. Anyway, <laughs> someone someone read the next one. <laughs> uh, Zombiewa1087 says, I think Eternal Darkness had je- definitely received a user remake, possibly using the new RE Ooh, engine. Yeah. RE2 and RE3 remakes were amazing. This could bring back a super creepy, unique experience while delivering better graphics and uh, new game mechanics. I thought they had said that was... In the pipeline, or did that fail to get kickstarted? Was that an Eternal Darkness sequel? I think he, like, 
He had attempted to do the remake for it, and I don't think it ever got the legs. Right. I, I, my, my inclination was to say that Silicon Knights got the rights back, but yes, part of that Kickstarter might have been like they don't, and they had to license it. Hmm. Yeah, it... it it was. It's very weird. So I always recommend people look look it up because, like, the Silicon Knight stuff with this is like just a really weird backstory. I'm forgetting. I remember listening to a podcast about it, and if I remembered, I would promote it. It was a laser time. Thanks to maybe it may it may have been a laser time. Honestly, uh, but it was all about working at Silicon Knights and Dennis Dyack. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. That whole thing is really weird. I don't know if I don't know if that I don't know if that Eternal Darkness would have worked like now. Like I, I don't know if a remake would be great. I would be interested, uh, but Dennis Ike, I don't know if I want to give him any more money. <laughs> um, uh, Jespin Griggs, sa- Griggins, Jespin Griggins says, uh, the Dot Hack series. I love playing these on the PS2, but unless we get a remaster, I will never be able to finish the series. I own the first three games: Infection, Mutation, and Outbreak. Meanwhile, the fourth game, Quarantine, is the rarest PS2 game and costs over $2,000 a copy. Ooh. Oh, man, I remember. Like, there's so many great PS2 RPGs that are just, like, lost to time, like the Dot mm. Hack series. The Xenosaga series is one of those series that are, that are like that, that mm. is, like, locked to the PS2 mm. and is just, like, never done. Well, if only someone someone could upload uh, <coughs> an ISO of that somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no. Uh, gotta, gotta love those subtitles right now, though. <laughs> fucking wonderful. Uh, uh, Die Hack is a really Die Hack was a really fun series. I enjoyed that, and I also enjoyed the accompanying anime. It was one of those first series. I think Xenosaga did the same thing, where they had a anime airing around the same time of the series coming out. Uh, Die Hack was a, a very important series, like when I was in high school. Well, if there's any company out there with a spare 490 hours, could you <laughs> maybe uh, remaster the... Uh, that, that's selling it short. These games are so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, on the official Laser Time community, Brian's, on Facebook, Brian Stafford says, I would love to see a remake of more handheld Legend of Zelda games like they did with Link's Awakening last year. It would be great if either they all looked like the new Link's Awakening or chose a different art style for each one. I would be most excited to see a new Minish Cap, but a remake of the two Oracle games where they finally completed the previously scrapped third game, Oracle of Secrets, and had that as a bonus if both seasons and ages were purchased would be absolutely wonderful. I'm just going to say right now that had better be on the same cartridge. That had all better be on the that same cartridge. Awesome. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. And dude, feel free to charge like... 80 bucks for it or 100 I, I don't care I would love I would yeah, or, fucking or, or do love like that. a Fire Emblem um, was it, was it Fates that had deal. the sure. no yeah, well Fates had the like sure. here buy buy one of these two cartridges and then like pay another $20 and you'll get the other storyline yes yeah mm. which we didn't like at the time but sure whatever hey guys a quick question how long ago did Link's Awakening seem to you? Like, God, it, that was just last year. Yeah, it was from the before Look, times. I'm about to say, 2019 was literally seven years ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I remember playing that and like, I like this game so much. I'm going to go out to a store with nothing over my mouth oh, to buy an Amiibo. Yeah. Boy, crazy. All of which is impossible. Amiibos have been... Uh, Declared illegal under martial law. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, I thought they were the only currency. I've been stockpiling them. <laughs> um, now Trump thinks that they're now a I Chinese fill my plot tank up. to infiltrate QAnon. <laughs> uh, Connor Wade says it has to be the most formative game to me. 
Uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. That game is the one I got with the PS2 on Christmas 03 and is, in my opinion, the best Simpsons game of all time. Give me a remake that has zero levels and pushes the entire map together where you can easily swap around characters just like in GTA 5. I love it. Yep. I love that fucking Great game. Idea. Didn't this was it this game or was it the Road Rash Crazy Taxi? The Crazy Taxi remake. Was it which one of these games were hit they actually the had GTA to one. Yeah, hit and run. Well, was this the is open GTA world. one, but this is the one that they actually had to like plot out like here's how Springfield has to physically like actually be shaped yep. because yep. you're now yes. growing growing through it. It's it's not canonical where I believe South Park's kinda is. Mm. Um yeah. But but the, I, I did love being able to drive through the Stonecutter's Tunnel. That was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love it. Uh, and Vincent Goodwin says, "I Ninja." It's a 3D action ninja platformer. It was developed by Argonaut from Star Fox One, starred Billy West, and was directed by Don Bluth. There it is. So it's computer animated, not hand drawn. <laughs> it was really silly and uh, uh, it was uh, fun to slice cartoonish bad guys in half. I Ninja was part. Of the November 2003 Murders Row that included Prince of Persia, Beyond Good and Evil, so it got kind of lost. Uh, if Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy can come back, why not I Ninja? Uh, Is that a Ubisoft joint? I Ninja? I don't think so. Um, but it was uh, like Don Bluth was the animation director, just to clarify. It wasn't the game director. I think that might be his last credit on IMDb, oh, wow. his most recent yeah, one. Yeah, it's really weird, man. Um, it's, uh, but, but yeah, like that. I, I, I like to talk all the time about the 2003 holiday season, how it was just like all these super high profile games came out at the same time and so much gold just got buried. Yeah. Uh, I Ninja was Argonauts and it was published by Namco. Hmm. All right. Nick Turner says, uh, I would go for a remaster of any mystical ninja game except for the GBC one, but Konami hates video games, so... Question marks. Uh, I would also settle for a remaster of the Legacy of Kane series. Um, I am for both. Soul Reaver is another one of those games that I think about literally once a day and just like mad that there's not a new Soul Reaver. I love those games. I feel so much. like they should release that as kind of like the Spyro remastered, kind of one of those packages of like, here, here's all the games on one disc. We can fit them on there. They've all been remade and redone because they're fairly. Sh- Shortish games compared to today's right. standards, you can make that happen. Someone can. Make I don't that know. Happen. I just played Soul Reaver. I remember playing that a lot on the demo disc, and then hmm. finally begging my mom, like, "Look, I have to play this game." And then, like, really loving Soul Reaver. And I don't know if it's like just nostalgia. I just would love to play through Soul Reaver again. It's it very tied with the Dreamcast in my memories because yeah. that's like the version I played and loved. PlayStation for me. But we have a video response from Red Rock Nine Six Three who says. Hey VGA, it's your buddy Redrock963 and my little buddy Alice to give you the answer for the question of the week, which gets asked so much on my own podcast RPG cast that they had to ban me from my default answer, which Mm -hmm. is usually Wild Arms, because it's one of my favorite RPGs that you want to play in the PS2 GameCube era, so I've got a GameCube game. Well, technically a Dreamcast (laughs) game first. Either way, Skies of Arcadia. Um, a very excellent pirate-themed RPG that I don't think did very well, but became a cult classic. And it's got all kinds of cool mechanics. It's got airship combat that's very unique and tactical. It's got a base-building functionality to it, so you're recruiting pirates for your own crew, and they have a, a 
their own island, sort of like a base in Suikoden, and each each person you recruit has a little role that they can play, and they help you with the airship battles. It's a really cool game, and copies of this are starting to get hard to find on the Dreamcast and on the GameCube, and I think Sega needs to give their old-school RPGs just a little bit more love between this and Shining Force and Fantasy Star. I'm not counting online, but Skies of Arcadia is definitely due for an HD remaster, and I hope it happens. It would make me and my little buddy very happy. As you can see, she's very excited for Skies of Arcadia. Anyway, I hope you guys have an excellent week, and I shall talk to you later. Yay. Uh, yeah, Vice and Ica did appear in Valkyria Chronicles, and I think one of the Sega racing games. So uh... yeah, I will say Sky Arcadia is tremendous, especially the GameCube version. I don't know if you want to play the, the Dreamcast anymore. I think that's the one that's like riddled with like really bad load times. Mm. Uh, but Sky Arcadia GameCube, tremendous, tremendous game. But I, I want to pick back another like. Fantasy Star 4, please. I just want to play that game again. It's so good. Yeah, it's I think so Jesse, Jesse Moore commented that on the Facebook group. He was saying Fantasy <sighs> Star 4 as well. Specifically it's, 4. It's one of the best RPGs I've ever played in my life. In a, in a world where we've seen such really good like RPGs, like we talked about Charles of Mana earlier this year, um, for that game should have its chance to be in the spotlight as well. Fantasy Star 4 fucking rules it's really good okay so new question of the week uh what is your prediction for next gen console prices how much are you willing to pay this is not paid for by marketing research for uh sony or two two questions by two separate questions so what a what's your prediction and then yeah we're kind of curious what's the maximum though you're willing to go so you can predict and be like hey it's It's, gonna be 500 I'm not paying more than 600 or something like hmm. that. It's know. it's so weird. I, I, obviously, I want I, whatever it is has to have an optical drive. If hmm. backwards compatibility is a thing, I'm an old man with a lot of games. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 400 is like instant buy. 500, I really have like yeah yeah. I'm like, hmm, is this that important? 600 is like, well, maybe if I could move some stuff around. It, it, but it's crazy that like a 200 dollars. Will change my mind, mm, uh, sure. it, like if, from four hundred to six hundred. Yeah, it'll change my mind from insta buy to like, do I really need this? What do I want on this? It's I true. mean, I think for me, uh, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm I'm going to pay whatever it is because uh, having these things is part of my job. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's right. it's a high priority buy for me. But if, I mean, just from personal perspective, it's like I I would hesitate around. Seven eight hundred. Um, I, I think five is like the sweet spot for like yeah okay fine. Uh, Look at Mister Philip CDI over here, guys. Jesus Christ. I would say six. Well, you know, like I said, it's a high priority <laughs> thing for me. I'm, I don't think yeah. that they will actually debut at that because I don't think a lot of people could afford that right now, especially right, right now. Uh, right. But but yeah, I would say like like you said, four hundred instant buy. I don't think it's going to be four hundred. I think. Five to six hundred is going to be much likelier, and I think everybody's just kind of uh, in a wait and see mode right now to see like, are people actually going to be able to pay this? We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe things will co- uh, just slide into chaos next year, even more so. I cancel my Game Pass to buy the Xbox. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will say I will pay. I would. I, I would like easily pay. 
800 $850 probably be max. Hmm. Is what I would pay for that. Oh you could you could buy um, almost a good gaming PC for that. Why would you do that? But, but that's the thing. I don't want to buy. Almost. Yeah, I don't want to buy a gaming PC. You're right. It's not a full gaming PC. I I now have like I I was an early adopter for the current generation, right? Um, and like I really want to be an early adopter on the PS5, Xbox Series well, um, X, like train and one. Miles Morales is one of the first games for it. I have to buy that game. Like, I'm sorry, I will. Um, but two, like Michael said, like, unfortunately, talking about video games is, like, kind of the thing that I do. <laughs> and it's like, I'm now just beholden of, like, yeah, like, it sucks. I'm going to have to pay that much money for this thing. But it's an investment over how much, right. you know, how much of a period of time. I get to add it to my to taxes use. every year until they won't allow me to write off any depreciating yeah. assets on yeah. it. So yeah, I mean, like I said, eight fifty, eight fifty would be the time where I'd be like, okay, now this is ridiculous. Like mm. I, I will, I will complain mm. about eight hundred, yeah. but I will pay it. Eight fifty. I'm just, say, I'm like, just no. saying that would it would shock it would shock me if that was the price. Like that would be truly like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna wait. I still right. remember I'll paying six hundred dollars for a PS3, which was like twelve hundred dollars back in those days, probably. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> I waited forever until it had one exclusive yeah. good game, Metal Gear but 4. But I, I remember putting it on the, the passenger seat next to me in my car and cursing at it all the way home from Best Buy. I can't believe I bought this stupid fucking thing. I'm going to take it back tomorrow, and I did not do that. Here's 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 why you shouldn't like listen to me, because I um, still kick myself in the ass for not... I was at a retro game store, and they had a Neo Geo CD um, system... With like I think like ten or twenty every Neo Geo CD game for uh, five hundred dollars, and I'm still upset at myself for not buying it because mm. I'm terrible with money <laughs> and I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, I I think I gave my predictions earlier in the show. I realistically I'm expecting five hundred for their digital, six hundred for the disc versions. That seems It'd about be, right. It'd be amazing if it was four and five. Like I'd love to be proven wrong. And four, like you guys said, four is like instant buy. Five is where you start to go. All oh, right, what do I got to do? I, I, but I'm actually have a much more narrow band than you guys. Like if it's over six, that's where I just go. Do I actually need the new console, or do I just do the Xbox thing with my gaming PC and get Game Pass and it's like wait till it comes down to six? Like I, I mean, to be fair, you can probably do the Xbox thing with your Xbox for about the first year. Yeah, right. yeah. That's that's the other thing is TL. You're talking about like, hey, I really want to be an early adopter this cycle. Why? Neither one has announced any exclusives I mean, anytime. I'll, I'll tell soon, you right? why. Because my PS4 Pro sounds like a fucking jet engine every time I play a game that came out within the past year. And I want something that has better heat management. Not Tsushima. Yes, Tsushima. Absolutely Tsushima. Uh, no, I, I did not get that on Tsushima. I, Isn't that I weird totally about this did. generation? Isn't it supposed to be the hardware improves over time and so it gets quieter? Whereas this generation, because they did those weird half-step systems, they're like worse and louder in many respects. It's like, what? What happened hmm. there? I don't know. Because they're trying to do more, they were they were being. You know, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I I just anything over six, and I think a lot of people would drop off, and I'd 
but my my secret prediction is Microsoft's going to do that financing thing, and so you're going to end up paying twelve hundred dollars for the console, but it's going to be thirty bucks, oh, forty bucks at a time. And yeah. I, I do believe, so, like I think five hundred is the magic number, and someone's going to have to go lower than that. Yeah. Someone will. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Yeah, we shall. We shall see. Well, eventually, that's the reason I asked the question is because we still don't fucking know, and it's fucking August. It really is frustrating. <laughs> uh, Fuck. So, so yes. What are your Next gen console price predictions, and what is the maximum you would be willing to pay? Uh, go to vidgamapocalypse.com and answer into the comments for episode 379, or go to the official LaserTime community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer, or just ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse and uh, tell us about your price predictions and how high you would go like what's your maximum what when does it start to really hurt um mm. we will not pass these answers on to microsoft or sony unless there's something yeah, we're gonna to hide show, them which specifically I doubt. those yeah important people there don't listen to this show we'll no no man no, no, no. you're fine uh anyway that has been our show let's go out with some plugs tl where can people hear more of you uh so i do uh a million podcasts now um I do the PNB podcast, which is over at uh, pnbcast.com, patreon.com slash PNB. Where me and my friends, we talk about video games tangentially, very literally, I don't know, words. Um, And I also do a show called Life in the Pool House, which is an episode-by-episode breakdown of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We have had uh, Chris and Matthew, and eventually we will have uh, Michael. And we've had some other people you may have heard of, maybe some people you haven't heard of. Uh, talking about Fresh Prince of Bel Air, a great show that I really love, and it's been really wild to watch back now. Thirty years ago, I realized, oh, this show is not outdated because we were dealing with a lot of the same shit. That's weird. Um, so yeah, um, patreoncom life on the pool house. You have two ways to give me money. So what I'm telling you is, give me your money, please. I would like your money. Fair. As with Laser Time, new stick of Star Wars, if you haven't heard it yet. Um, new 30 2010 games coming soon. Laser Time, uh, fake characters, real legal battles, and new 30 2010 this week. For game fans uh, and 30 2010 game fans, we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of one Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ooh. It uh, holds up incredibly well, and its game later on in the month will be in- well worth talking about. One of the best games ever. Does it hold up? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. What's a better beat 'em up? <laughs> oh no, not the game. The game's tremendous. Hmm. Oh, the movie. The movie. I think like there's uh, there's I I counted three eye rolling moments, and I'll tell you about them in the show. Hmm. Um, but other than that, I think yeah, it's 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 a pretty accurate portrayal, uh, a humorous portrayal of what I was like and what I remember. Things you were dating like, a high schooler? Uh, <laughs> I mean, at a time, yeah, in yeah, high school. In high but school. You know. Although I found out um, legal age in Canada is apparently 16. So Scott Pilgrim is not Fuck a sex criminal. Yeah! He is just a creep. Let's get on over there. Let's pull a Jeff Ross. I got that news in the break. Uh, of Jeff Ross is in trouble. Um, but <laughs> Where have you been? This, is a bit of, this has been happening for weeks ago now. Hmm. N- not on Twitter, buddy. <laughs> where all the Wait, shit is he breaks. the Roastmaster guy, Jeffrey Ross? Yeah, oh. okay. yeah. They they canceled him. Oh shit! Months ago. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, who, anyway, um, hey, Twitch is a site where you can go watch people play video games. People like me and TL, actually. TL's Twitch channel is Turbo Bison, and then mine is Maddie C. Allen. I've been doing a thing... Um, well, so by the time you're hearing this, uh, let's see, this evening, your time, if you're listening on Friday, I will be doing part two of a series where I'm playing through Disneyland Adventures, something Chris previously did on YouTube a while back. You're going to be fucking miserable. I'm <laughs> doing this as an ex-Disneyland cast member, so I'm basically giving you a grand circle tour of Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom with behind-the-scenes info and cast member stories. We're just walking around the park. we're making sure to avoid the the quote-unquote rides in there that are nothing like the real rides hmm. it's just all the cool trivia and secret story stuff so i'm giving you the tour uh we already the first episode of that was tuesday this week we we knocked out tomorrowland in toontown transitioning into Fantasyland and Frontierland and my favorite areas of the park new orleans square and so on adventureland and critter country all that good stuff so check me out on twitch maddie c allen i'm also on twitter and Maddie C. Allen. And then again, if you want to kind of do a mini Monday Night Movie test with me, that'll be next Monday on Twitch. Go ahead and vote. Uh, there's a poll on the official Facebook group or just on my Twitch profile. You can also vote if you want to see Monster Squad or Explorers. Currently, Monster Squad is in the lead by a wide margin. So all you wow. all you Ethan Hawke fans, get on That's it. A better movie. Get on it. Yeah, you just reminded me. I, yeah, I, I do Twitch. I'm starting this Tuesday. Uh, the T.L. Foster Morning Show in the Mornings. That's oh, literally wow. the name of it. Hmm. It's a really dumb name uh, that I came up with. T.L. Yeah, Foster I, in the Morning. Yeah, that, my whole thing was I wanted to stream in the mornings. Uh, so, hey, here's your morning show or I'll play video games and chat with you guys. Twitch.tv slash Turbo uh, Oddly enough, I call mine Midnights with Maddie Allen because I begin Midnight Eastern Time a lot of the time. So there you go. You can go straight from the late night and then wake up the next day and get some, some Twitch goodness with us. All right. Well, as always... You can visit us online at VigiGameApocalypse.com, follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, or follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. AZ not easy, easy is the weird ebook spot. If you go to one of those and it makes no goddamn sense, uh, it's the other one. Um, anyway, that has been our show. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no cum. <laughs> 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 <laughs>